I don't want to just like make fun of these people. Like I want to learn about them and like and then make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> Can I swear on you? Please. Can I take a shit on yeah. the bed? <laughs> yeah. Most of it is touring then. Most really? of yeah, the revenue. It's that comes significant? From. Money just shows up. Skibbity, you know that one? No. Okay. Can I take a guess at Rizzler? I was my mind blown that no one has talked about it yet. Do you feel equipped and comfortable to have that conversation or is that? Yeah, dude, that's interesting. I don't really Today on the Colin and Smear Show, we're joined by Curtis Connor. Curtis started his career as an aspiring comedian doing open mics in college. And he was one of the first of his friends to take his comedy to Vine. Hey, can you come pick me up? Sure. Thank you so much, man. Anytime, dude. 10 years later, what makes Curtis so interesting to us is that he has both a successful YouTube career with over 4 million subscribers and a successful career in stand-up comedy. In this episode, we talk about the growth of Curtis's business on YouTube over the past 10 years, the economics of touring and selling merch, and how to write a joke that makes millions of people laugh. This was honestly one of the funniest episodes we've ever recorded. I hope you laugh as hard as we did while we were recording it. Colin actually started crying after one of the stories that Curtis told. This episode is sponsored by Discord. Earlier this year, we launched our Discord server, and it's been an incredible way for us to get closer to our community. We have channels in our Discord dedicated to video feedback, thumbnail feedback, discussions around creator news. We've actually hosted live stages where we bring members from the community on stage to talk to each other. We talk about this all the time, but the next chapter of the creator economy is all about building depth with your community, and launching a Discord server has been the best way for us to build a deeper connection with our audience. It's not just just about us as creators making content for our community, we wanna be creating with our community. Our community on Discord gives us ideas on who we should have on this show. They've even designed merch capsules for us. So it's a truly collaborative experience. And most recently, we actually started selling Colin's handwriting in our Discord using their server shop. So if you have a Discord server and you're a creator, it's not just about building a community, it's actually offering you a new way to monetize. Creators can launch individual digital products as well as monthly subscriptions and memberships. Launching this Discord server has given us a home for our community. And if you're a creator looking for the same thing, click the link in our description, learn more about Discord. All right, now for our interview with Curtis Connor. Real quick, this episode does include explicit language. That's a great shirt. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I got it in Amsterdam. Wow. Yeah. Did you know that you are all over Pinterest, like Curtis Connor mm. outfit. Yeah, is on, yeah. Like that's a thing on there's Pinterest. A, there's a lot of those, yeah. That's pretty aspirational. That's what I was gonna say. I think, yeah. yeah. I guess so, yeah. I looked at myself in the mirror today and I thought, that's not on Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, not finding that. It's okay. Yeah, not yet. We could, yeah, we can make it so, yeah. Curtis Connor, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. I, I feel your name has to be said together. Yeah. Because yeah, otherwise, also for people listening, I could have said Curtis and could have been, like, could have been anyone. Could've, yeah, it could have yeah. been Curtis. <laughs> Could have been Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent. Did I call you Connor before? I, all of a sudden in my head, I was like, wait. I don't think I so. didn't, right? Think, yeah, because okay, if you good. did, I would have left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, would have yeah. gone home. Okay, all right. I, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I would have shoved you or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, okay. you didn't. Okay, cool. But yeah, you do have to say the full name. Sometimes people say Curtis, and I just won't even look. I don't, right, like, what? It. who is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been anyone. Yeah, I don't know. All right. But thanks for having me. I'm like, I watch your guys' videos all the time, so this is awesome. Dude, thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. Um. I was catching up with some of your very old videos. Oh, you don't have to do that. And like, I, I know. <laughs> right, come on. I know. And like, when I think about you, you are one of these like 
OG creators. And it's strange that like mm -hmm. a decade has gone by of uploading YouTube videos and even prior yeah. to that, Vine. Yeah. Um, it's strange to have this crop of creators who've been doing something, doing this thing for a decade. Yeah. <laughs> and I think one of the most interesting things about you is you're doing it in the way that it was done, you know, from, from the beginning. Like what made me right. fall in love with YouTube was that people could sit in their room mm -hmm. and tell stories yeah. and attract millions of people right. by doing that. It's pretty amazing that like that is still the core of what you make. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, those are the videos that I love to watch myself and like uh, that's same like i grew up watching like old youtube and stuff it's like the beauty of youtube is like you can just sit in a room and just like talk about whatever and then people are gonna watch it yeah it's crazy there was a uh, comment on one of your most recent videos mm -hmm. like the one of the most liked comments and it said curtis is like your funny uncle who comes over every once in a while <laughs> and it was like okay. one of the most liked ones and i was like oh okay yeah that's nice yeah, like, I, actually yeah. that's a like a wonderful description <laughs> yeah of curtis connor <laughs> just a silly guy that yeah shows up like, sometimes. <laughs> silly uncle that was yeah. my favorite the second part of it, it shows up every once yeah, every in a while <laughs> yeah, occasional true. uncle yeah, yeah. unannounced <laughs> yeah i'm here again yeah like, oh, great want me to talk for a while <laughs> But like on the on the flip side of sitting in your room and delivering, you know, well thought out piece of content to the uh, to, to a camera, mm -hmm. you're also you do stand up, mm -hmm. and some of the scenes I've seen from your your you have a tour vlog channel, yeah. and we're back. Yeah. Some of the scenes there are insane. Like those yeah. are thousands of people yeah. watching you do something. Yeah, that's a, it was a dream come true. Which is like the other like the other amazing part of YouTube and having like a like an audience who likes what you're putting out is like they'll actually come and support what you're yeah. doing in real life too, which is which is crazy. I actually think that's going to be the differentiator in the next chapter of creators is creators who can draw a crowd and that crowd will actually show up. Yeah. Is like that to me is like that you're building a brand that has a lot of depth. Right. Because I think the other side, it's gotten very confusing to look at and be like, what does a million views on a short mean? Right. Right. Or on a TikTok, like, yeah. does, that, does that mean something? Or even like having a video go viral. Is that, is there something happening there or was the concept just good? Right. And the repeated like compounding nature of what you've done, which is a decade of audience building, that can, like 3,500 people will show up mm -hmm. when, you know, two to three, sometimes 10 million people are watching your videos. Right. Yeah. That's like, that's the best. Part. I mean, like, to be fair, it took a long, it took a, can I swear on you? Please. Okay. Actually, we're right. yeah, we're trying to <laughs> okay. just get a little, you know, okay. more edgy. Because I'm so. a I was really trying to hold it back. But it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it we do give off yeah. the vibe of a Wait, show. The amount that, of time yeah. people yeah. ask, can yeah. they it's swear concerning. before they yeah. just go yeah. ahead and swear? Well, you're, yeah, I don't, Everything's so nice here. I mean, yeah, it's it's frankly it's like too it, homey in here. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. Can I take a shit on yeah. the bed? <laughs> yeah, maybe mess it up a little. Yeah, bit. Can I yeah. liven this place yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. please. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a crazy title. You'd have a great title. Curtis Connor shits on our new desk. <laughs> yeah, it's brand new too. It's brand new. The whitest desk. The cleanest. <laughs> it's super ever. clean right now. It would stand out. Such a bummer yeah. if I crapped on it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Be a killer thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, I should go that so, saying. You, but. Can, you can swear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That being said, I can swear. I can't. Okay. Um, 
was I saying? We were talking. Now about. you gotta like you have to bring it now. <laughs> no, you cannot. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. Consider that our parental okay. advisory for this episode. <laughs> Crap. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. Oh, wow. There he is. Well, I forget. I was talking. We, we were, were talking about, about putting thirty five hundred people in seats. I, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, think I was you were saying, saying like to it be took, fair, it took a while. Yeah. It took yeah. a very long time. It took yeah. like. Yeah, like, because I, I was doing stand-up before any video stuff, like, before any Vine, before YouTube. Like, I was I was doing stand-up. I was doing open mics in Toronto in, like, basements of bars and stuff for just, like, other comedians in the audience that were waiting to go up after me. And it's like, yeah, it, that sucked. <laughs> so it's like, I think that it helped out a lot that I did it before YouTube because I had the expertise and stuff and, like, the, the confidence to sort of, like, go out and be like, I know that people, I know how to, put a show together. I know how to write a, I know how to write a joke and I know how to deliver a joke to an audience. Cause like I was thinking about the other day, if I like started YouTube and then started to like do stand up after I'd be so terrified and there'd be so much more pressure on me. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I have to like rise to the occasion and I hope it's good. Um, but so that, that worked out well that I just like got through all the crappy shitty parts before, like when I was starting out and then sort of, I was able to sort of grow both parts of it, like simultaneously, I guess. There's a crop of creators right now who kind of blew up during the pandemic and are mm-hmm. now pursuing comedy yeah. with millions of people following them. And I, yeah. I've talked to a few of them and actually went to a show that was all TikTok creators. Whoa. And it was a packed room. Yeah. And the material just wasn't there. Right. Like they just weren't there. And, and you know, the reality is it's probably their fifth show. Yeah. It's like you need time to develop. But if you're developing in front of an audience. Exactly, yeah. The thing that I have been thinking about a lot and we've talked about before on the show is like, there's no ability anymore to practice in private when mm. you become a creator at that scale. Whether it's comedy or your craft of making videos, the feeling is like, well, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna upload it. Yeah, yeah. When actually like, if you came from the era pre-internet, you made a lot of videos that nobody saw that you just watched back and you were like, okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm sure (laughs) for you also, before having people know your name going to open mics the stakes are way lower oh yeah yeah you can say whatever you want and yeah. do whatever you want you can shit on table, shit on table. <laughs> yeah. yeah and i did right. <laughs> that's why it took me so long <laughs> didn't you also go to school for comedy like sketch uh, comedy yeah, yeah. humber 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 College. yeah i'm a humber yeah. hawk Shout so out my you hawks. are the first humber hawk we've had on the show right the whoa f- yeah. the first yeah. one okay wait so, so what is that that's a like a comedy school or they had a um well it's a it's a it's a college in toronto and it, they'd have a program there called comedy colon writing and performance um colon is the two dots okay okay yeah, you got not it. Colon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> colon, like biological. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the weird part <laughs> of the program. Um, yeah, so it's a two-year program. I, it's really weird to talk about because it's like I don't know how much I actually learned there. With like any program, I feel like in the arts, I feel like more so it's good to just be around other people who are doing the same stuff totally. as you and mm-hmm. have the same goals and like mindset. I guess um, because if I just did. Stand if I just moved to Toronto and just like went for it, I don't know if I'd still be doing it. I probably would have got discouraged and just like quit and just like got a, I don't know, got a job somewhere else. Cause like with going to the, going to college, I met like really great people and we'd like just go out every night and do shows together. And it's like a real like camaraderie thing. If like one of us bombs or like all of us bombs yeah. and it's like, 
whatever, it's all good. We're going to go get, yeah, like, like we're, we're going through the yeah. messiness together. Yeah, you know, yeah. Of, like, the figuring this out. Right, and there was nothing, and there was no, like, it's so crazy because back, it wasn't that long ago in, like, the grand scheme of things, but I remember, like, bringing a camera and filming you at, like, filming your set at, like, an open mic or a show was, like, really, like, not frowned upon, but people were, like, Fucking, fucking Hollywood yeah, over like, here. Who do you think you, you are? <laughs> yeah, man. exactly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like people were like... Even to watch it back? Like just the context of like, I yeah. just want to see how this went. Yeah, people were just like, don't... That's not what it is. Yeah, it was just really... Which it's totally fair to do that and just like film your own set, yeah. set and like see how it looks. But like people were still like, get that out of here, man. What are you doing? Yeah. It, it was really... It's crazy to think about that now because like I feel like everyone is filming their sets and putting them out on TikTok and stuff. But... So where um, are you during that time? You're going to college. You're learning about comedy writing, doing sets. Like, where are you with your journey of, you know, I should probably make a Vine. <laughs> the beauty of Vine was like, it was just so easy to make videos and put it out. Like the whole, the, I think YouTube was really daunting to me at the time because it was like, there was like a whole editing process and then uploading was like, you needed a title. Like, a, and it was like, it was just seemed really intimidating to me, but like Vine was so easy and like, like effortless in a way. My dad takes photos of famous people. He's my paparazzi. And just like the time constraint was really fun too. It was like really challenging to like make a good joke like land in that short amount of time. And I just like fell in love with it. And I was also, when I started doing comedy, I was like, I was like strictly like a one-liner guy. Like I was only writing like just like set up punchline. I didn't have like stories or anything like that. So Vine like lended itself like really well to that because it was just like, it was short and all my jokes were short. So I was like, I'll just do that. And uh yeah, I would just make videos on days where I wasn't going out and doing stand-up. And um, one took off one day. And um, Do you know which one that was? I do, yeah. What was it? Uh, it was <laughs> so stupid. It was like, um, there's this table, and I took my pants off. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> no, sorry, I'll, I'll stop talking. <laughs> that bit um, won't die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had to be a really quick poo to do a six-second one. Um, it was it was like me in my room and I was like, hey, instead of, I think it was like, hey, instead of engaging in misogyny, why don't you just massage a knee? And then I rubbed my knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and then a dumb that, joke. It was really like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you had a good message, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really the heart. Positive, yeah. uplifting message. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I mean, that's good. It could have been way worse in terms of like message. Yeah. Like, you go yeah, like yeah, way yeah, back yeah, in some yeah. comedian's past. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you remember the one? You're like, yeah. I do. I do, yeah, but I, I do. Uh, I'd could you tell not. us about it? Like, yeah. No. Yeah, I think my not. favorite one of your old vines, it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so dumb, but it made me laugh out loud, mm-hmm. is the roasted peanuts. Here are your peanuts. Oh, I actually wanted them roasted. Oh, my mistake. Boy, what are you doing? It's like, that, boy, what are you? Yeah, that was like yeah. a very creative play on words. <laughs> and just like, I don't know. It just, it was so Vine. Mm-hmm. Like there was such a style at that yeah. time to what a Vine joke was. Right, yeah. And I don't know. That was like, it, it feels to me almost like Vine was ahead of its time. Absolutely, yeah. Right? And like, yeah. there is this weird staying power to people who are successful on Vine mm-hmm. that almost feels somewhat unexplainable when you look into it, sure, you can say like, okay, that you got to practice a lot more than other people because you probably made more videos. Oh yeah, right. Then yeah. someone who starts on YouTube to catch up to how many vines someone would make, people were making two, three vines a day. Oh yeah, easy, yeah. Right. So right. like maybe that's why. Yeah. But what I, do you think that is? Of like, why are like Cody, you, even the Paul brothers, like they, like yeah. some people just have crazy staying power. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, I feel like like 
I didn't make any money on Vine. Like, I don't, I think I did like one, I did one brand deal and they never paid me. <laughs> right. So that was cool. Okay. But <laughs> I was supposed to get paid, but it never happened. Was um, it like, um, like Bengay for like massaging a knee? Yeah, oh, that would have been clutch. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Cut yeah. that part, Jesse. No, no, keep it in. Let's circle back to the shit on the table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one seems to be hitting. That, that bit was hitting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know that's how you pronounce it. I think that's why I was thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it was? That was Bengay. I don't know. That's almost like cultural appropriation. Bengay. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know it was Ben Gay. <laughs> no, I've been gay. Um, <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I didn't make any money from Vine. And I think a lot of, it was the same for a lot of people. I know there was some like the top, like, you know, the top yeah. like percent of people were like, you know, the, the King Batches, the Jerry Perp Dranks, you know, they were, they were racking up the big bucks. But like, I think for Vine, it was like a lot of people were just making videos because they loved it. And it was like funny and like, really fun and the community was really great and everyone was really supportive of each other. So I think like the the main th idea of Vine was like, just make a video as best as you can and just make it as funny as you can make it. And like, I think that sort of like stayed in my brain as well as like Danny and Drew and Cody, like all just like, they're just like really funny people and love making good stuff. And I think that's like what, that's what you need to like stay in it. Like you need to like want to make good shit, you know? And like you want to be proud really of it. Interesting. That like the intentionality of vines and making vines was not necessarily commercially driven. Right. Yeah. So there was no creator fund. Yeah, or anything it like, like filters that. out the people yeah. who were in it just for that. They were mm -hmm. these were actually the people who were into making shit. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. then I guess when I guess when we all like went over to YouTube, it was like I guess we just kept that in our heads being like, we can just make the best videos we can. And then like, now we can actually get paid for it. Do you feel like there was almost similar to what you're talking about, about being in college? There was almost this communal nature. Like when you were uploading vines, did mm. you become friends with other <clears throat> people uploading vines? Oh yeah, yeah. Like it was so like, it was almost like it was encouraged pretty much. Like everyone, you'd see like a funny vine, you'd go to their profile and like watch their other vines and you just like send them a message. And like, it's, it's just that easy. Like I know like some of my lifelong friends now are like from, from Vine, which is crazy. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy to think about. But that's like every, yeah. everybody was so supportive of each other, and like, and like, if you had like an idea that they were doing, you'd like hop on it and like do your own interpretation of it. Um, yeah, it was just like and such probably a, like getting a text from one of those people being like, "Damn, that was really funny." Yeah, that's like the that. I mean, even for me right now, that to me is one of the highest forms of validation. Is 100%, if another yeah. creator text and was like, damn, I really liked that. Or I yeah. watch your show. That's just like, oh my God, yeah. I, I love your stuff. I Like that, that like, to me is. Fires you up for yeah. like the rest mm -hmm. of the day. Yeah. yeah, it's such a good feeling. Yeah. So amongst your comedy friends in college and also in Toronto, were you a bit of anomaly in terms of like posting on Vine and then going to YouTube or um, were there other people doing that? I, yeah, I was pretty much, I think, yeah, thinking back, I was probably, I definitely made the most, vines out of everybody <laughs> definitely yeah. i was really i really put all my eggs in one basket <laughs> there which was probably not the best idea looking back and it was just so shocking to me that nobody else was sort of doing that especially with vine it was so fun it was so easy it was like you just like it was six seconds you just do yeah it was just super easy to was do. it shocking because you saw the potential of it helping your actual comedy career yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah it was like it 
because it got the brain working in a different way too. It was like the it, it the like the process of writing a like a joke for stand up. It's so like it's so annoying. <laughs> it sucks because okay. it's like. <laughs> I think this is really good. And then you like get to you take you drive to a place and you go on stage and you try it and then maybe it doesn't work and you're like, okay, cool. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I was really excited about this and nobody laughed. So like that's like heartbreaking. But it's like a little less heartbreaking if it's like you post a vine, maybe some people laugh. Maybe some people like it, you know, maybe some mm -hmm. people didn't yeah. fuck with it. Maybe a couple people did. And it was just like a different way to it just, yeah, it just kept the brain working in different ways where it was like, if you're only doing stand-up, I don't think you can become as good as a stand-up as you can be because you should be trying to make other things also that can therefore help mm. the stand-up as well. Because I think YouTube, yeah. like making YouTube videos and scripting videos and editing and putting together one piece of content has helped out my stand-up like way more than just like going to a bunch of open mics and like trying shit out. For me personally. We anyway. talk about YouTube videos and, you know, editing is, is very similar to writing where you have these blocks, right? Where it's mm. like, actually, this would be funnier if this piece went over here and now the joke works differently or the story works differently if this is over here and this is over here. And you're actually, there's not many versions of that where, like, if you're writing it on paper, it's not like you can watch it back and hear it and be like, Oh, yeah. that's funnier now. Right. So if you're writing out the joke, it's very different than if you're performing something on camera and actually moving blocks around. Mm -hmm. You see different iterations of how delivery works, right? Yeah. And how yeah, you exactly. feel when there's a different type of delivery or a different setup. So I, I think that makes total sense that like editing a video would help you. They both help each other like, like tremendously, I think. I think the response is softer, generally. Yeah. Like, while you're growing on like YouTube, TikTok and probably was on Vine because yeah. if you put out something that's not funny, like algorithmically at some point, people just aren't going to see it anymore. Right. Like it like yeah. was not yeah, delivering yeah. Yeah. what the platform needed. If right. you've reached yeah. a point where you have a big audience and you put out something that all of a sudden is not funny, like you yeah. hear about it. Yeah. yeah. But on your rise, like if it's bad, people just don't see it. Whereas on right. your rise doing stand up, 100% of the people in the room, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the maximum possible audience, like saw what you did. <laughs> they're gonna see it. They're they never gonna it, forget. Yeah. And they couldn't even help their reaction. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, it's funny, like 100 people in, in a room being silent is mm -hmm. more dramatic than 2,000 people being like neutral or not really liking your stuff. Right, yeah. Online. Yeah, exactly. That's like way more dramatic to stand in front of 100 people and have them be like, what's up with this guy? Oh, 100%, yeah, yeah, there's... Yeah, there's probably no worse feeling than that <laughs> than doing a joke that you're like so excited about and then you say it and then nobody makes any noise. It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. Even yeah. thinking about it now is like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I gotta take a lap. Yeah, it so, sucks. So going from six seconds mm -hmm. and to making longer form YouTube videos, like that's a, that is a pretty big jump. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, like what? why did you, what made you feel confident in doing that? Was the reason you did that because Vine shut down or did you have plans to do that anyway? It was really hard. Like I only really started diving into YouTube because Vine ended and I was like, well, I, I don't know what else to do. I don't like I, through, through Instagram. Like I didn't really see any like discoverability there. Like it, it seemed like really hard to grow on like other platforms. But yeah, it was really hard. Like the transition from Vine to YouTube because it was like a whole other thing and I had to like think of it differently like I was like 
just like the the thought of a thumbnail to me was like that's not that doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, totally. yeah. It yeah. was like because I never had to worry about that on Vine. Yeah. So it was like a it was a big learning curve for sure. But it nothing it didn't really fit or make sense until I started trying out uh, commentary, and then it like really started to to make sense. To and me. did you but, know commentary was a genre, or did you kind of just like discover it through putting things out on YouTube? Uh, I mean, I was aware of it because, like, I would watch like H three all the time, like back in the day, like they're when they, when, like they were doing commentary videos still, um, and and like it, it really took like I think like Cody and Danny and like like my Vine buddies like once they started doing it, and I was like, oh, that's like, and I they were making really funny videos, so I was like, I could I could maybe try that, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> and well, it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Now there's such like a strong link between like commentary creators and comedy. It's yeah. like if if you're a stand-up comedian and you have some sort of digital presence, it's e either a podcast mm -hmm. yeah. or commentary yeah. or both. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You know? <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, I guess I know it is interesting that commentary it is sort of synonymous with comedy now. But like, in it doesn't. There are people who make commentary videos that aren't funny. Totally. But yeah. like, and they're really good. But like, yeah. When you, I guess in my brain too, when I do think of commentary, it's like some guy joking around but yeah i don't know so what were the early commentary videos for you that started to hit uh i did one i did one about some like instagram like pickup artist guy i did one that i think the first one that really took off it was called pointless twitter threads and it was like it was like and I think the way it worked out well because like I had a, the thumbnail was pretty good like in like people would want to click on it. I think I had like a thousand views when I went to bed, and then I woke up the next day and it was at like four hundred or six hundred k or something. And then yeah, I was freaking out because I was like, it was the most views I think I've ever gotten. Like even on Vine. Yeah, I mean, I've got more views on like loops. On loops, they call okay, it. Okay, yeah, got it, got it. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. Yeah. No, no, dude, I had Vine. I had Vine. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've had like Vines pop up, like pop off and like go on the trending page and stuff. But it was something with YouTube was way more overwhelming with like the view, amount of views yeah. coming in. So it was like, I just really went for it after that and was like posting like weekly. And, uh, and here I am. During that time, are you working some sort of job? Like, wh where are oh, you? Yeah. And what are you doing to, yeah. to make ends meet? I, uh, I, I was at a full-time office job at a company called Inkbox. They do, like, the semi-permanent tattoos. Um, Didn't we look at this for you to get? Your, Colin's been I, toying around yeah. with the tattoo for 10 I years. Yeah. Time yeah. to time. Yeah. 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 Inkbox <laughs> was yeah, something, you something I'm... Maybe into. Yeah. You should give them a try. They're okay. pretty good. Yeah. Right. So you were working like a like you were like what are you doing for them? Um, just hanging out. No, I had a, <laughs> I uh, I had I was like head of I was head of video content over there. So all their anything that had to do with video, I was making like Instagram videos. I was making YouTube videos for them. I was like, their idea was like I was like the face of the brand. I guess so. Like they had someone to like people to look to. To I would like. Oh wow. It was pretty, like, they were yeah, pretty ahead of the curve. That, that's pretty yeah. early to yeah. do that. Because, yeah, it was like 20, I think they hired me in 2016, 2017. Yeah. And um, it was great. It was like a steady paycheck. So are there videos on Inkbox YouTube channel of you probably. explaining Inkbox? Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. If oh, you look wow. it up. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> years ago, yeah. That's wild. And yeah. did you get that job because of your presence on Vine? Uh, yeah, it was pretty much, I did a, Interesting. so back in like 2015, I like met 
the co-founders because they saw me on Vine and they were like, they like invited me to their like workplace. And then I ended up doing like a photo shoot for them. And then years went by um, and I was like, I needed a new job. I was working as like a server at a, like a restaurant in Toronto and I just fucking hated it. And I needed like a new job. I wanted something like in that space where I could make videos like consistently. And then I saw them post about the job opening and I went in for the interview and uh, yeah, I got, I got the job. And it was great because it was like, I got to really learn about video production and like what brands also like to see in videos. Right, mm -hmm. interesting. Um, so it was, it was cool, like peek behind the curtain. I feel like I learned a lot there. And yeah, so I was full-time job there, like five days a week, like nine, like nine to six, I think was my hours. And it was like, I would just come home <laughs> and like edit until like two in the morning and then get wow. up. Like I hit 100,000 subscribers like at my work and like everyone was like, it was super cool. It was like, everyone was like, like super stoked for me. That's cool. And then like, yeah, like a month or two later, I like scheduled a meeting with my boss and then I, I, I like we walked in and he was like, so what are you fucking quitting to do YouTube now? It's <laughs> like a half joke and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Um, but he was like, uh, he was like super stoked for me, obviously. His like, he was like, Obviously, like my dream is for my employees to go off and do what they want to do. Um, so yeah, it was it was great that I I had that job. I think I learned a lot. But um, yeah, nine to five is gnarly. <laughs> that was yeah. a lot. Well, also then, I mean, making videos for your day job and then making videos in, for your, in the for evening, myself. Yeah, that's like mentally draining. We we did a a version of that where we were trying to make it on YouTube and we did freelance video work during the day. So that okay. was like what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And then we would try and afterwards start editing our own videos. And that yeah. was probably one of the most mentally exhausting eras. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not human. You can't no, do that. You can't sustain hard. that at all. Yeah. Especially because the context switching, but then you're just still sitting and editing. Yeah. It's yeah. just so draining. It's hard to like oh get excited about your thing because you're like, I just fucking did this for like 10 hours. Yeah, <laughs> like you're looking at the same software and yeah. like doing the same, <laughs> yeah. like, oh God. Yeah. Yeah, I do think that will become more of a, a trend um, in the coming years and potentially the inverse where people have built maybe like one to two million followers on across some social platform, whether it be YouTube or TikTok. Mm -hmm. And they might actually transition into going in-house at companies as being creatives yeah. at companies because there's more stability in that. For sure, right? yeah. You still get to kind of express creativity. Most companies will probably want more personalities and will be more willing to have like a revolving door of personalities. Yeah. And not everyone is built to be in the advertising business. Because the thing is, what you don't fully realize when you're getting into the career, like at least for us, like you anticipate the career is like, okay, I'm about to monetize my self-expression, right? I'm gonna be an artist, I'm gonna mm -hmm. make some stuff and I'm gonna get paid. Yeah. But over time, as you build a YouTube channel, you're like, oh, I'm like, actually, I'm more like a programming executive of a TV network yeah. where I have to <laughs> yeah, like yeah. be like, mm -hmm. what programming do I put on the channel and right. wh who do I sell that to, Yeah. right? Yeah. Like those yeah. are the, actually the, the decisions that you're making. It's not right. necessarily what do I wanna make if you're trying to grow a, a true business with it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes those intersect, but yeah, that is like the more, the decision-making is is a little bit more akin to like a programming executive. It becomes that. It becomes like, oh, I have to like, I have to have like, I don't know, integrity and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. What's the deal? What's up with that expectation? <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it's like, there is a lot of, 
like I find myself like when I I hear myself talking in meetings sometimes when I like whenever I say like Q four I'm right. like who You're am like, I who am I what the fuck am I talking yeah. about yeah. I remember when the Qs <laughs> entered our our space you yeah know? Like, I was like <laughs> where does it come from who are these like, guys? I, yeah, yeah. How did we just, I'm still sort of revolting against it I'm not yeah yeah. Yeah, we you should. won't hear a Q4 coming out I don't think so. Out of Colin me. Drops, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. but Colin I'll, drops I'll a, accept it. I'll, I know what it means. Dude, yeah. Colin will drop an EOD, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. He'll drop an EOD. You did get me on that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, yeah. in Slack, <laughs> I'm a different person. This guy uses Slack. Yeah. 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 Even Curtis, that is yeah. like, no, like, I revolted against Curtis Slack. Curtis like, wait, wait, I'm not a part of this crew. Many years ago, Samir comes to me with Slack. We're a two-person company. Well, we were working with a few freelancers. I think we need to start using Slack. Listen. You can just text me. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to text you. You sit right next to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll just like be like, hey, yeah, let's get, let's yeah. do this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just like office, I don't know, just like po office politics and sure. crap is like so weird, so strange, and like, it's just yeah. the gifts that get dropped. You yeah, know? it's just so it's like that whole world is so strange. But yeah, I mean, it's great. It is. I don't want to want to shit on it again. But one yeah. quick clarification about working and creating: mm -hmm. when you were making vines and kind of like blowing up on Vine, you were working at Starbucks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was. And I, 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 you were on a pod where you were talking about getting recognized. Yeah, dude. Where he has, what, that shit sucks. Yeah, talk to me about that, <laughs> yeah. about that experience. So, yeah, I worked at Starbucks in like a really busy intersection in Toronto, Queen and Spadina. And it was like, yeah, I, it was right when Vine was taken off. I had like maybe two, three hundred thousand on there. And I would get like, I would be working at my Starbucks job. And then people would be like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm working. I have a job. And like, but you're on Vine. Yeah. And I had to explain like, like yeah. <laughs> explain how like money works on Vine and like in the internet, in the YouTube, in like the online content space to like a teenager who's just like, oh, I watch your videos. And now you're, you're like behind a counter. It's like, yeah. it must've been super weird for them too. Totally. As like, much as it was for me. Doing yeah. <laughs> yeah. Promise me you'll stop. <laughs> yeah. I was doing this to you. The reason I ask you about that is because there was a really interesting time and and maybe it still exists for some creators uh, who are just starting out, but like where you can be kind of famous and pretty broke, mm -hmm. and that that maybe has always existed, but it wasn't as like available to everyone to have that happen. Right. And I remember Colin and I were talking about this driving through downtown LA one time. We were like, we were broke, mm -hmm. but our videos weren't doing terrible. But like twenty thousand people were watching our videos, and we're yeah. like, it's weird that to someone in that crowd, we're like. Yeah, they, they, they'd they freak they out. Us, and yeah. then we're at a stoplight and someone comes running up to the window and they, like we roll down the window, they're like, holy shit, are you guys calling it Samir? And we're like, yeah, they're can I grab a picture? And we're like, yeah, took a picture and Whoa. kept driving, talking about how it wasn't working. Yeah. Like how like, <laughs> we, were like, sucks, we were like, this career is not working. No one knows we're who not, we are. Yeah, we're, not, <laughs> we're not making any money. Was but, that the first time you guys were like recognized? No, no. Oh, okay. But but in this context, yes. Because we've, okay. we've had a long career on YouTube of different Context, right. but yeah, in, okay, the, yeah. in the Colin yeah. and Samir context, probably one of the first times. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it was during the time when we were really just like, how, we do not have, know how to make money doing this. Right. Like, this yeah. is very confusing. <laughs> Damn. Um, so yeah, I, when so I funny. when I was uh, thinking about that, I was like, that must have been so strange to like make yeah. someone a drink at Starbucks and really have them be like, dude, I, I love your stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, and then it yeah then it felt weird. I would I probably every time I got recognized, I feel like I would just like. I wouldn't make them pay for the drink because I felt weird, like taking their money. Mm. And wow. like, I don't know. I was, I, I mean, I, 
Definitely gave away more drinks than I should have. I did it all the time, but like they're fine. They're starving. Now I'm thinking to myself, like, how many times was he recognized? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, I feel <laughs> how like how many free lattes <laughs> is this guy giving away? <laughs> <It's> fast, <laughs> <bro. Yeah. laughs> I and feel that like put me in debt. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like it was never out of my pocket. It was yeah, out of yeah, Starbucks yeah. pocket. Okay, good. Fuck those guys. Um, it was like well, if I worked on like a Saturday, yeah, it was game over. Because yeah. it was like... Free lattes galore. Oh, yeah. 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 Was, <laughs> everything was on me. But no, I wasn't recognized that much. But like it was it was definitely an interesting experience to have for like for people to be like, why don't... Are you, I don't it makes sense that you don't... It doesn't make sense that you have a job because yeah, you're course. on Vine. Of but course. that was interesting. But So what um, gave you the confidence to leave Inkbox? Was it the viewership? Was it like that you were in a flow of creating videos? Was it a certain amount of money? Like what, yeah. what gave you the confidence to leave that job? Uh, I think it was a combination of everything and like my wife Jenna was like if you're you know if you think you can make it work then you know go for it you know might as well this is it, it was to me at that time I was like it's either right now or never because I had some momentum happening on YouTube and if I was like if I was able to put all my time into it then I was like then I think I'll be okay and uh yeah I just kept I quit and then I kept making, I went on like one vacation right after and I like went really hard on YouTube when I got back and on, I was editing on that vacation. It was like country girls of TikTok video that I put out. Already tipsy, but that was not we've, lo we've lost, we're done. Just until recently, that was like my best performing video. So it was like as- Of all time? Of wow. all time. So like right when I Whoa, quit, I put out What a out message like, to you that like, yeah. this is yeah. probably gonna work out. Yeah, yeah, it was like quite the sign. It was like, it, and I didn't, ex I wasn't expecting it at all. Like I edited, I, I was editing it like on vacation in like an Airbnb in like Paris. It was like, it was, yeah, it was crazy. And then that, that, that got like, I don't know what, I think it's at like over 10 million now, but yeah, that was like, it was crazy. It took off like like crazy. But. What are the, what's like the anatomy of why these videos went so viral? At least some of those early ones, or e yeah. even some of the ones now that you make. Like, do you have a sense of here's the formula? There's just like an like an I don't even know. I can't even describe it. There's just a feeling I get. I think where I'm like this is, and it's not right all the time. Sometimes I'm like this video is gonna fucking bang, and then it's like a ten of ten, and I'm like okay, cool. But uh, sometimes there's just like some video topics are just like. Uh, you just have a feeling they're gonna they're they're gonna do well. There's something about it that's just so like like enticing to people, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like the the one that I did about uh, a movie called Goat Story, um, it was just like a weird thing. When I was watching it, I was like, my I was my mind blown that no one has talked about it yet, and I was so excited. But sometimes, again, sometimes there's videos where I'm like, I, I hope people like this, and then it does like really really well. Like the I did a video about. Uh, Disney adults. It was like a video essay format. What's a Disney adult? A Disney adult is a millennial adult with or without kids that can't stop talking about Disney. Uh, and they're just like fucking super fans of Disney and they like buy season passes. They do this thing called Disney bounding where they dress up as like characters and go to the parks. Okay. And they're like, it's like a chuggy millennial thing to do. Um, <laughs> He's laughing because he's a Disney Are adult. Are you a Disney adult? <laughs> he's bordering. Yeah, he's bordering. Jesse's bordering. Okay. He almost threw up back there. Yeah. <laughs> so you're familiar with them. You're though. describing him right now. Yeah, yeah. okay. 
Okay, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty gnarly. People okay. like buy property on the on on the Disney property. It's like it's gnarly. It's just all white walls, white floors, snow white, white ceilings. Like everything is just white. And I'm gonna take a guess and say that the neighborhood is as well. Let's keep going. So I made a video about that and I didn't think it was gonna do that well. Um but then again, that's like also it's now my most viewed video. Yeah. So it's like, who knows? How do you toe the line in some of those videos of like I don't want to sit here and just make fun of these people. I want to be like additive yeah. to the conversation. Right. Like, I, I think with commentary creators, specifically in comedy, they like really toe the line and have to think about like, yeah. am I punching down or, right. yeah, or yeah. is this something that someone in this community could watch and be like, all right, like he kind of sees us. Yeah. Even if he's like poking fun, right. he sees us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely tough because especially when you're like growing too, it's like you... Like the bigger you get, like the less people there are to, I guess, like punch up at, like or punch. Yeah, so it's like because you're, um, like getting to that size, I guess. So it's like, and you don't want to punch. Like if I had like if I had like a hundred thousand or like fifty thousand subs, I could make. You know, it's like it's different because like less people will see it in a way. But like yeah. now, if I like make some fun of someone with like ten thousand subscribers, people will be like, yeah, yeah. So it's like that's always tough, but. I think I said it in the Disney adult video, but I think one of the lines was like, I I don't want to just like make fun of these people. Like I want to learn about them and like, and then make fun of them. Okay. So it's like, it's nice to like, cause then you're like, you're, you're informed and you're like, you know why they behave in that way. And you know what you can sort of poke fun at. Starting out, it's sort of like a free for all. For, for me, I was like, I can fucking talk about anything. I want. Sure. Yeah. It's like the wild west. And then now a lot more thought goes into what I'm covering and what I'm talking about. Um, you have, like, brand implications now. The Curtis yeah. Connor brand. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, like, if you do something that people are like, whoa, man, that's messed up. Right. It's way different now. Yeah. I think your brand is pretty empathetic, actually. <laughs> like, it yeah. has been since the beginning. Like, yeah. You're someone who I think has been, like, pretty respectful and almost like a defender of certain groups of people at time on the internet, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've... I've tried my I've tried my best to like do that and like be a you know someone who doesn't sort of spread like negative shit or like you know like vitriol and like weird negative I mean I'm definitely a very negative person I can be very <laughs> yeah, I can yeah, be yeah. very like I could be a douchebag like sometimes in my videos and sometimes I do obviously I sometimes I do go a little far and I people will call me out on it and it's happened um not to anything like crazy extent but like it it, it does happen sometimes you miss the mark a little bit um but i've always tried my best to like not make people feel too shitty if they didn't deserve it you yeah. know yeah yeah <laughs> sometimes people do deserve to be made fun of yeah and many yeah. times when i watch your video i'm like I, I feel like i'm on your side and i'm like oh, i'm glad that curtis is on my side yeah is how i <laughs> yeah. feel as you are right. poking fun at certain groups of people here and there. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly i never want someone to watch my videos and feel like uh Oh, yeah. uh, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, like, it's sort of, like, cast out, which is, yeah, yeah, which is something I've seen, like, on, just, like, from comments on what people have said about my videos and, like, my audience, because, like, a lot of my, uh, like, if you go to, like, a, like, one of my shows, like, a lot of the crowd is, like, um, like, queer, like, um, like, a lot of, like, female, you know, and it's, like, a lot of people, and I've talked about it before, saying that, like, most of my audience is, uh, uh, like, female, stuff and it's like why and people are talking about like why that could be and i've and i've read comments being like it's like 
so much there's like being a, obviously I don't know what it's like to be a, a woman on the internet. I can't even fucking imagine how scary yeah. that is. But like, they think like they've, I've, I've read comments that were like, watching one of my videos, you can, it's like, you can, you know what to expect really. You're not, you don't expect me to be like, come out and be like, and to say something like what, ignorant yeah yeah get in the kitchen or some shit like that you know it's like it's it's like a safe place for people to come and like know that they're not going to be fucking discriminated against and stuff that's what i'm that's what i go for i think yeah yeah so what what is the what is the like scripting process look like and the decision of like the green lighting process i get quote unquote of like mm -hmm. this video is going to go on my channel now or i'm gonna i'm gonna press record on this right uh, well, the scripting is the scripting is usually pretty easy, but the finding the finding the topic is like the I hate it so much. Is it just you, or do you have a team? It's just me. Um, just you, just looking on the internet oh, for yeah. things to yeah. talk about. Talk to me about the difference between like reaction, like reacting to something, versus mm. developing your own yeah commentary. Is that one and the same? Are they similar? I think I think they're like wildly different. I started doing commentary of like, of just reacting and like off the cuff talking about stuff. And I hate it. I, I am not good at it, but there are people who are amazing at it. Like Cody, Noel, like yeah. they fucking crush it. They've like, they know how to make React. a really good video yeah. like that. Um, but like with me, um, and it goes back to stand up. I think I was never a fan of improv. Like when I was trying it out, I never liked it. It was too much pressure. And it just wasn't fun. I didn't like that. I like ha knowing what I'm going to say uh, in a video or on stage. So um, once I started scripting my videos, it opened up like a whole new like comfort comfortability and like confidence in my video making where I was like, I can even like within the script, obviously I can, if there's something I think of, I can, you know, say it, it can make it into the video or not. But I can have that one piece I have the one script I can fall back on that I know is like I'm confident in because like yeah there's too much pressure I don't think I'm that funny off the cuff I think I I do my best work when I am planning and what I'm thinking and like thinking about what I'm going mm. to say so do you but, see yourself as uh, like a writer more than a performer I don't know that's that's a good question I think I think it's perfectly split down the middle I think because you I don't think I would be okay to just write and and just like let someone else have it. I would be really upset if that was my life. <laughs> sure, I, I also sure, yeah. love talking and performing right, right, and, right. and editing and everything. Like I love, I just love being on camera and making stuff. It's like, I love the, the entire process. So, but I would say, I'd say probably 55% writer and then 45 is the mm. performer, I think. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You don't have an editor. You don't have anyone who helps you. Nah. Uh, for my podcast, I have an editor. Okay. Her name is Sabrina. She's awesome. She's you, made my life a lot easier. Um, you cut all your main channel videos. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow, that's... Yeah. That's I know, hefty. I know. That's <laughs> the reaction I get every time. Yeah, that's hefty. Why? Yeah. Why? Because your edits are also pretty intricate. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. There's like a lot of sound effects. Yeah. A lot of I know. Uh, I go just pretty, effects in general. I go crazy in that. Yeah. yeah. Final Cut is my bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you're like re-recording things that pop in here. Like yeah. you are pulling from everywhere. And it's not hurting anybody. Or is it? I'll just fix it in post, you know? All right. I've made the, like, the style of my videos, like, so tied to who I am. So if I let someone else do it, it would be such, 
Yeah, I I can't do it. I can't like let someone else touch the the main channel. I I was I've toyed with like some people. I've had help sometimes if I had like a busy you know if I had a busy Q four. You know? <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I need yeah. some help. coming off a heavy Q three. Yeah, you can't yeah. get it done by EOD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you gotta get someone else. Yeah, to ping, ping me later. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sometimes I'm O O O. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I thought I was gonna have one more, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you just agreed. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're oh, I get it. got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think we'll circle back. I've, yeah, let's circle back on this. <laughs> Looping in, you know, right. that's another good one. <laughs> Looping yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think you know I've had help before with, but I'm still in it. I'm still like putting the final touches, or I'm fucking deleting everything they've done and just yeah. doing it myself. Right. I'm like, <laughs> they didn't do it right. Yeah. Um, that's a common trait. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I'm scripting, like even when I'm filming something and I pass it off to an editor, they're not going to do it exactly how it looks in my head. There's no way to convey that. And especially if I'm making a video that's a little different from just commentary, if I'm doing like a something else that is sort of not in the realm, it's so, I definitely want that to be exactly how I want it. So I can't, yeah. It's probably like a pretty big trait, uh, a, a big character flaw of me that I can't. I don't really... think it's a character flaw. Actually, I think I think that's just like a. Like, do you feel a certain amount of pressure to like scale your team or anything like that, or or no? Because I, I guess my concern with a lot of creators right mm -hmm. now is that maybe they do feel that pressure just because I mean partially because of this show and some of the conversations we have. We have a lot of conversations around like entrepreneurship and building, mm -hmm. you know, a business as a creator, but there's also a completely valid version of this career that is just, I like making the creative stuff. I don't yeah. need to build like a media empire. I right. just want to yeah. make the creative stuff. Well, the reason yeah. I don't have an editor is because I like sometimes Yeah, because that's editing. the thing yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. I do like it, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I do have like, obviously, I do have some people, like I have editor that I directly hired who works like for my company. Um, but I do have people that like in my management that do like all the like the lame sure. boring shit like the brand yeah. deals negotiations and everything and like my merch guy. And so it's like, no offense to the people that really enjoy, you know, the boring stuff. The lame yeah. boring yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no offense to that. I'm yeah. sure that's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of viewers of this show. <laughs> yeah, also, no, yeah, right. you know, yeah, they love that. Yep, which is great. Sure, know? but it's not for me. Yeah, you know, and that's fine, <laughs> and that's okay. You're totally normal for liking that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just never. I just like that's the ideal thing is where I could just make the content and and just post it and just do the creative stuff because that's what is enjoy what's fulfilling. How often are you making stuff right now on the main channel? I think I my goal is like two videos a month, like yeah. one video every two weeks. Sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's one video a month, which I'm fine with because I can spend more time on it. And I try to do the podcast every week because that's just like, that's like a lot easier. Yeah. It's like, I don't have to edit it. Um, I do know, I you know, obviously I'd be making more money if I put out more Double, videos. Triple, yeah. yeah, exactly. Isn't yeah. that a strange moment in time? I thought about this recently. It's a strange moment in time for this crop of creators who knows that brand deals are so abundant that mm -hmm. you're like actually, and, and AdSense revenue is relatively abundant that you're like, the only thing holding me back is just creating more. Yeah. But you can say with confidence that you could three to four X your revenue if you just made. Oh one. yeah. Like that's a strange. It's crazy. To like, think we about, we yeah. all know what we need to do to do that. Right. Which is kind of an odd yeah. moment in time. Cause that, there might be a moment where that's not the, the case. The advertising business isn't 
so abundant yeah. that making more videos doesn't equal more revenue. Right. But then there's a the flip side too. <laughs> if you're making too many videos, people are going to like, I don't want to flood people with like, if I'm making a video yeah. like every fucking day or two days, it's like, I feel like people get sick yeah. of me. Like it's yeah. nice to have a video that comes out and people are like excited. Totally. Yeah. You yeah. want people the funny like, uncle to show up every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. The uncle is there multiple times a day coming into the house. Yeah. It's not a funny uncle Eating anymore. Snacks. It's like it's a weird like, one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I agree with you. I think scarcity is is undervalued in our in our space. Like yeah. I think people undervalue scarcity. 100%. Um, yeah. But I just think it's strange that like the math equation is is there. Like even if you just <laughs> added one more, it's and it's it's a significant amount of revenue. It's not like yeah. Right, you know, yeah. a small piece. It's yeah, like, it would like well, literally double. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is wild to think about. But then I'd be like then I'd be sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, because you're sure. like editing too much, yeah, or, yeah. editing too much, and you don't like the work you're making. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. I think editing yeah. video as a married man is like one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, you, yeah there's yeah. no time expectation that you can commit to, right? Ever. Yeah, you know, you're like, listen, I just have to fix one thing in this video, yeah. then we can have dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like the most miserable. <laughs> I know. Thing to say because it's never just one thing. Yeah, because then you're like, be, oh, I can, I can just. I actually got to film this other part. Yeah. I didn't like how I looked in that mm -hmm. one. Part. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, didn't, like I don't like the way I said Seven and a half that. hours later, and you're yeah. like, "Are you still you still want to have dinner?" <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. definitely. Yeah, that's the other part where I, I've definitely enjoyed making less videos because it's like work life was like a real big issue. I was just like not, just everything was. I feel like I was just editing all the fucking time, and yeah, it just got to the point where me. Personally, I was like, this isn't, it's not like sustainable, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's tough. It's, it's something that I'm never going to be good at, or like I, I can find ways to be better at it, but there's never going to be a, a, a version of myself where I'm like perfectly like, I'm going to edit here and then it's chill time after. <laughs> like yeah, it's sure. so hard. What did it's you so hard. feel like you were sort of sacrificing during that moment of that imbalance? Mm. I think just like being, uh, just I think just like my own happiness and like just being like a good just like partner also to mm -hmm. like you know my wife I feel like it's it's so hard to find the balance especially working for yourself it was the first time I was doing it I didn't know how to do it I don't know how to stop working from home is like so weird because mm -hmm. it's like I'm supposed to just have my attention here but like I'm also like taking my dog out for walks every yeah. like couple. It's like, I don't know. It's it's really hard to to balance it. I'm still learning. And you're looking at yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's very strange, it's I would so imagine. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you go from hours worth of looking at yourself on a screen <laughs> yeah. to then like yeah. trying to spend time with like the real human in your life, right. your partner, you, who also lives in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so. You're like, hey, let me just step away from that screen with my face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's super it's super hard. It's I think I've I've slowly gotten better at it. I've definitely taken like a conscious I'm trying to make like a conscious effort to be more of like a fucking human being. Yeah. Um but it, yeah, it's tough. It's it's really I, hard. I would imagine you experience some of what we experience too in that uh we cover a lot of what's happening on the internet. So you have to be somewhat plugged in to yeah. what's happening on the internet, Absolutely. which is which is exhausting even if you're not trying to plug in. Yeah. Like just scraping by with what's happening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know it's so hard. We were talking about this uh last night. I was at I went to Dave and Buster's last night. Sure. Uh right. with um Eddie, Eddie Burbeck and uh Ted Nivison. 
uh, and Jarvis. Not to name drop, but those yeah. are my uh, you flexing. Yeah, right? a little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Similar to when you said my Airbnb in Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, Whoa, it's just flat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, uh, I was really worried about money then, but it's okay. yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but really, that is what you said. Yeah. You were like, yeah, my it was job. a crazy thing. I quit my job and I just flew to Paris. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was hard though. Then I released this absolute hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, my life sucks. Yeah, we were there talking about. I do my best work in Paris. Oh, Sorry, what am I supposed to say? Yeah, they're all the time. <laughs> yeah, always on the move. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> I uh, we were talking about last night because there was this like this song that's been going viral on TikTok, and it's saying all these like slang terms like "giat" and like "rizzler" and shit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I know. Dude. Yeah, and it's what like are you talking I, about? Shit, it's like a weird song that's like mentioning all these like niche like TikTok slang terms. Okay, and it sucks because like I knew what every single thing meant and I was like that's bad I'm like 30 so hit me with that first one Giat. Yeah, I think that? that's I think that's like someone's ass. Okay, all right, all right. And yeah, I'm too old. I'm too old. I'm too old. Or it's like I think that's someone like if like you have a yeah, I think that's someone's ass. I think Rizzler. Can I take a guess at Rizzler? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> yeah. man, Rizzler's the most obvious one. Okay, well, let me just take a guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So a Rizzler yeah. is someone who has Riz, who has charisma. You're yeah. Rizzler. Don't yeah, say there the you full, go. Yeah, don't say the yeah. full. No, I'm just, just trying to like understand. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like a yeah. Batman villain like he's who's a really good with women. But I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. saying for the people yeah. who don't even know Riz, I'm going to take it back to charisma. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next line was like, it was like skibbity. You know mm. that one? No. Okay. It's like a skibbity toilet. It's like some weird kids. Oh, yes. Yeah. But I've only heard that as skibbity, which oh, maybe is okay. completely not correct. Oh, right. It's like Bengai. Yeah. Yeah, very you only similar. hear a thing one way, and it's like, who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, and that was the worst. Yeah. So what What was your, or what is and what was your relationship to money? Because I do think that influences quite a bit your ambitions as a, as a creator, or mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong there, but like the pursuit of uploading more, creating more, like what was that connected to? Was it connected to money? Is it connected right. to money now? Like what are you in pursuit of with uploading? Um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, with money, it was really, it was, I never really had, like, I grew up, like, in, like, um, okay, like, suburban neighborhood, um, we were never, like, super rich, obviously, like, I never, I didn't go to, like, private school or anything like that, it was, like, I went to public school and shit, I mean, I never, I pretty, I got a job when I was, like, 14, because that's, like, what my parents told me to do, it was, like, you gotta earn your own money and stuff, if you want to buy shit like you I'm not gonna buy you stuff because like we can't right um so I was never like super well off like you know I'd fly to Paris every now and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I do my best work yeah. here. my best homework there <laughs> I, would do, <laughs> I would do my math sheets yeah. in Paris yeah. in the Louvre you know um but once I started making YouTube videos and saw like the ad revenue like seeing a number thing in like YouTube studio I was like and it was more than my like, like paycheck from like Inkbox. I was like, oh shit, it's like, this is like actually a thing that could work. So that was like the big moment where I was like, this is a, this is a thing that could happen if everything worked out perfectly. Um, what was did. that number? For one month, I, I had, I think my, it was like $2,500. And I was like, yeah. fuck, that's, let's go. That's fucking, it that's is a, huge. It is a crazy magical thing that like you didn't, 
you didn't like talk to anyone. You didn't <laughs> negotiate a deal. You just, <laughs> yeah. money just shows up. Yeah, yeah. It's like mm -hmm. this wild, magical thing for creative people yeah. who don't want to do the boring stuff. Right, it's yeah, just like, it's weird. It was, the same thing, weird. <laughs> it was the same thing you did when you weren't making money. Like you were still yeah, right. making yeah, videos yeah, yeah. for the most part. Like right, things yeah, exactly. that like something you like to do. Shows up. And then money just shows now up. Now you like figured this out a little bit more and money shows up. It's actually yeah. a wild moment in creative time, mm -hmm. right? That it's just like make some stuff. And then yeah, I never had to like have like a, yeah, you're right. I never had to sign anything. I never had to like have a manager. Have an agent you don't have a, yeah, yeah it's it, just like, there yeah, it is. So that was a crazy thing that like a realization there where I was like, oh, this actually is a possibility yeah. for YouTube to be my job. And then I just kept at it. And that like, I think that that number, that 2,500 number just like slowly kept like creeping up a little bit, like increasing. And I was like, and I started to feel less worried about mm. money. But I don't know. I think just like growing up, there's when you don't have that much money, I feel like you're always worried about it. And no matter how much money you have, you're still going to be worried yeah. about it. So I'm still to this day, I'm still so stressed about money especially with vine too that it went away mm. in my brain i'm like well that's gonna happen with youtube like also. You, you, you have like platform trauma yeah it got ripped yeah yeah i mean kind of though because you experienced it like we yeah i mean i can't fathom if youtube went away like i just can't yeah, even like that's, that that's be so crazy. hard for me to imagine because it feels so unlikely right but if it did it would be a very a jarring of, experience it would, it would mm -hmm. change the economy it would be way worse for It'd be way worse than Vine shutting down. Way worse. I mean, especially yeah. now, it's so developed. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine a world without fucking Mr. Beast videos. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. You guys <laughs> see Justin Timberlake in the last one? I did. The cameos I did. Yeah. were nuts. Also, he like, came right after Mark Cuban. Yeah. Yeah. We were at that house with with Mark Cuban. Whoa, wild, really? With, yeah. with Jimmy and Mark Cuban. Yeah, I crazy. actually... I, it's I, actually a scene where they walk by the room we were in, and it's like it, the, the curtains are like... Pulled yeah. shut because we were in there. Oh, you weren't allowed to be. I, I pulled up at the same yeah. time that Mark Cuban yeah. pulled up. That's right. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good video, though. I like, I like that. I new think video the, the the new formats that he's exploring, the like one versus, you yeah, know, they're they're fun because they're they're just like what you used to watch on TV of just like yeah expensive houses mm -hmm. or expensive things. Mm -hmm. They're just on YouTube, you know, and it's like moving yeah. at a different pace, and you're like. Okay, cool. Right, yeah, I do I, like I the, would love to see a $100 million house. I think it That's does awesome. depend how they're done. I was watching your Brent Rivera video. Oh, yeah, 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 true. And part of that video was like yeah. uh, a little bit of like the line between what is okay <laughs> to yeah. talk about in those types of videos mm -hmm. versus what is not. Right, And yeah. how to, like, if you are going to talk about money, not yeah. doing it in a way. Right, because when Brent does it, it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, all in those, cash in those videos, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like, look how much cash I have. Yeah, look right. how shitty. Right, I think that yeah, miss style of life is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you have to be careful. Yeah, with like That's if you're going to show a one dollar house. Yeah, you're it, not going mm. to like a like a, a like a, a bad like not like yeah. a bad like a less developed neighborhood and sure. like shitting on people yeah, who live yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like doesn't that suck? <laughs> yeah, couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, never. Yeah. Not me. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, true. I guess when Mr. Beast does it, it's like, yeah, it's more. I guess it's more tasteful. It's more so of like the spectacle of it. I guess it's more so. I think like, that's it. It's more on the spectacle side of it. Yeah. At this yeah. point. Like, and the amount of time he spends on whatever the cheap option is. The cheap options don't even look real. Like, mm -hmm. They're barely. Yeah. It's just like yeah. and, right. And he yeah. does spend just very there to then little move time. On to the next. Thing. Yeah, he does yeah. spend a very little time there. I just yeah. thought it was cool to see Justin Timberlake. I don't know why. I was yeah, just like, that, that circling cool. back to JT. Yeah, JT yeah, yeah. was kind of unexpected for me. Yeah, pretty good for him. He was so, pretty funny in it too. I don't know how we got here, but the question I was going to ask <laughs> you was, uh, 
for people like you, yeah. how did you then go about finding people to help you with the business? Because I think that is a common challenge right. for a lot of creators of like, I am creative. I spend all my time editing my videos. Mm. How do you trust a manager or someone to represent you like an agent? Like yeah. what, what was that step that you took and how did you find that person? Yeah, I mean, I think with everything I do, I think I try to stay with my friends and like what they have mm. done because my manager now is like also the manager of like Danny and Drew and like got it and I I you know he reached out to me to to like you know see if I wanted help with like management and stuff and uh you know I was pretty nervous about it obviously because you know giving away any sort of your you know any percentage of what you could be making is scary because like, especially at that time you're like well I I want all of that money I need it actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> like my yeah. my house and my food <laughs> and from there I uh, like my podcast producer is my buddy Shun that I, I've met through like YouTube and stuff and um and Shun was the one who found my editor for my podcast so yeah. it's and I trust him let's say your podcast producer wants a raise yeah does he talk to you directly or does he talk to your manager um they talked to me directly because that actually did happen pretty recently. But oh, wow. um, yeah, and um, and yeah, was so, that a, like? Do you feel equipped and comfortable to have that conversation, or is that? Um, yeah, I mean, like, I it was definitely a first because like right. that's like my only employee, and it's like Got I've it. never had. I've been on the other side. I've been at yeah. like the the other side of it, being like, please, please give me more money. Right, and so I know what it's like to be doing work that you're proud of, and you know, obviously, I was down i'm not going to be like i like they told me what they wanted for a raise and i was like okay yeah for sure i didn't want to be based like, on my q4 projections <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like no problem yeah, true. Yeah. that's what i said <laughs> uh so it was it was never like yeah it would be weird if i was like nah <laughs> or, yeah, or like yeah. no nah, let's do this instead like i want yeah. someone who's working for me to be excited and like i want them to be comfortable with what yeah. what they're what they're doing and how they're compensated so what are the different facets of the curtis connor business you were to sort of give us a pie chart of, of what does it even involve. Take yeah. us behind the scenes of the presentation you gave shareholders. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what the presentation looked like because there was one. Um, yeah, dude, that's interesting. I don't really know because brand. I know brands. It's different for every month because they. I could be doing. It might. I feel like brand deals might be a little better than. AdSense, but they're pretty similar. But they're pretty close. But they put they definitely take up like kind of think of like the pie chart. What percentage? It'd probably be like okay if I was not touring. Okay, if I had no shows going on, um, then it would be like eighty or seventy five percent of AdSense and brand deals, maybe. What's half of 75? Let's do 40, 40. Be 40 <laughs> yeah, AdSense. Yeah. Okay. 40. So 80%. Sure. Yeah, 80% is advertising. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then maybe the, or maybe less, because I don't know. And then, yeah, I've never thought of this before. <laughs> it's, well, it's good we're doing this exercise. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. Um, and then maybe the next. <laughs> if we make a graphic for this, we'll just put a huge asterisk <laughs> yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, and then say Curtis doesn't fucking know anything. Might be completely inaccurate. Make it say Curtis is a dumbass. But there, and then the rest is like the podcast, Patreon, and uh, merch. I think. Um, and are those like equal? I'd say merch is 
the biggest out of those three. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, and I think the podcast is probably the, the least. But, I mean, the podcast is like, it's just fun. Yeah. I, it's just, I have a lot of fun doing it. And I feel like the, the audience on there is really, like, it feels more, like, contained. And it's, like, it's fun to, like, you know, it's just, it, it just gets the, again, it just gets the brain working in a different way. But I'd say definitely, but if I was touring, yeah, different pie chart. New pie chart. If I was <laughs> yeah. touring, this is completely different. Yeah. Two pies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if I'm touring, then it's, like, fucking... Most of it is touring then. And most really? of yeah, the revenue it's comes that significant? From, oh, yeah. The tour? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then... I don't know why. Well, also, I would assume, like, the I, cuts from, like, the venues are expensive. There's, like... Right. Sure, there's a lot of people coming out, but... That's... The touring is also, I think... Well, with merch sales, also with touring, that the merch goes up a lot. And then the, the money from the, the venue and stuff um, from doing the show... Um, it's just a whole bonus thing that I would not have when I was touring. So it's just like, and then, but also at the same time, when I'm touring, I'm not doing as many videos. Sure. So the got it. The revenue from the <laughs> yeah the ad revenue goes down pretty. But touring's that significant. Yeah, because I, I don't know why. I guess like similar to Colin, I, I look at touring and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a fun way to engage with fans. Mm-hmm. But you got to get back to doing the media right. business, which is yeah. like the opportunity is in making YouTube videos. Yeah. But it's fascinating to know that touring well, is significant. I mean, I think I was very, I'm fuck, again, I'm fucking, i insanely <laughs> lucky to be where I'm at with touring, where I'm able to make money. Yeah. Because with touring, I've done things in the past where I do a show somewhere, you know, I'll travel to do a show and I don't make any money, right? But like starting out, touring is not very lucrative at all. But, you know, if you How you're, do you make money from touring? What, what are the, like, is it from ticket sales? Is it yeah. from- yeah, from it. ticket, sales, ticket sales. sales, pretty much, yeah. And the, I like that for us, it's like even confusing that we're trying to figure out. We're like touring, like people come, they buy a ticket. Yeah. So, so people want to stand see there and you, and right? you say so, things to them. And you're the one on stage, Chris? Yeah, and yeah. you go there? You're yeah. Curtis in this situation. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so it's ticket sales. There's like, um, there's the, you know, merch yeah. stuff. Um and again, every venue is different. Some some venues take way more cuts from merch. Some venues are uh, a lot better, you know, better uh, percentages from what you could make. Um, I don't. I used to do meet and greets at at shows. Uh, that was this was pre COVID, um, and then COVID happened, and then I think now I I don't know if I, even if I even if COVID was like actually like fully eradicated, I don't know if I would go back to meet and greets like paid meet and greets because. You mean after the shows? Yeah, before yeah. or after, I'd like there'd be like a VIP like meet and greet thing. We did that on the Danny and Drew tour back in 2019, and it was like, I don't know, just like the older I get, and like at the time it was like, uh, don't like I don't want to sound like I don't like meeting people. I fucking love meeting my fans. It's like it's the coolest thing ever, but it, it is strange to be like, like I think I think like it was like Maddie Healy from 975 said something about it. It's like if you're gonna do paid meet and greets, you should. <laughs> like take the make them give you the actual like cash to do it because it's like sort of like this weird transactional thing where mm. it's like you can't actually like like I look back that that I did like paid meet Wait, and, and I f- give you the cash so that like, you as the artist feel the weirdness to, yeah of oh, like taking oh. the money oh, from them because it's, it's weird that someone's paying for access to just be in your presence yes, and shake your hand yeah that's and, what I yeah I probably yeah. could have explained that better but no no I get it yeah I get it, but know. it so that it just feels. 
I do understand that you're like, if you're starting out and you're touring and you're like trying to just fucking break even, I yeah. totally understand uh, like doing a paid meet and greet because like that's sometimes the yeah. only way you can break even. Um, but yeah, if you're like at a stage where you don't have to, it's like, yeah, it just, I don't know. Yeah. For me personally, I look back at it and I just feel bad for like that I made people spend money. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it just feels weird. Yeah. Today, you know, like, Maybe but. what you could do, idea, mm -hmm. you know, okay. you set up like a Starbucks counter and you make them coffee. <laughs> yeah. And they can just yeah. pay for the coffee. True. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. That's right. So then they hand you the, I think the money. There's programming to it. Yeah. You'll feel more comfortable. It actually yeah. would be really funny if you did that. True. It's like a yeah. line. It's like a callback to, meet you, to And they to just Starbucks actually, career. like the coffee actually costs money. But it's yeah. like Curtis you, coffee. It's not Starbucks yeah, coffee. They pay right. you like three bucks. You make them a latte and then yeah. they, get to, they get a picture and move on. That's a good idea. I should talk to Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> good idea. Yeah. And then you could cut out the part where I said I gave out thousands of free lattes. Because <laughs> 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 they probably won't want to work with me again. But I could probably, I could make a, I could make a good latte probably. Wow. I'm so intrigued about touring, man. Like well, that's it's more grueling. Crazy. Like, is it more grueling to go on tour or to be like grinding on a ton of videos? Tour. Tour. No question. Yeah. Tour is grueling. Yeah. But well, if I was not worrying about videos on tour, then I'd be I'd be chilling. Oh, because you're doing both. Yeah. Because yeah, because then I get crazy. I got fucking so anxious on the tour because I was like, I was worrying that like my YouTube shit was failing and like falling off because like I even when I was making videos I was just fucking rushing through it and I was like hey, I just need to get this out and it was like I was right. filming and editing in hotel rooms and on my bus and it was like it was weird what, um, what was behind the need to get it out a brand deal commitment or just like I don't want to not post uh, a little bit of both because I I think I posted one without a brand deal because I just wanted to fucking get just, something yeah. out there but I there was a couple brand obligations that I had when I was on on the road um you guys ever think about like i was thinking about this this weekend actually like i don't know that i could right now comfortably go a year without posting a youtube video i think it would make me feel really uncomfortable yeah yeah it's a little bit too wrapped up in my identity and it has yeah to for, for 10 years <laughs> unfortunately yeah. like, i don't even yeah. know what that would feel like and i thought yeah. about that and and i think just that's why i asked you that question of like what was behind the the feeling of like i need to upload but i i don't mm -hmm. know if i'd ever come back Think about it. Yeah, I think this is an opportunity to be a brand new human. Yeah, yeah. you get off the wheel like that, <laughs> and you're probably <laughs> like fully off. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. something else. <laughs> in college, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to go back to it would be really funny and still do the exact same. I don't even know what the landscape would look like in 10 years, too. Right. Yeah. I know, but touring, definitely, when you're at a certain size, it can be pretty, obviously, pretty pretty lucrative. Like, the, like if you're at, like, a like a fucking, like, Matt Reif level, like, that guy's fucking crushing it he's doing like a million fucking shows on his next tour we should talk about like, matt rife yeah okay what what do you think about like <laughs> well, sure. yeah yeah he's really yeah, hot listen you brought him up yeah, yeah not me. sorry yeah, yeah. yeah i actually was gonna bring him up anyway, okay the so. whole hot thing has yeah. he made the hot thing happen he made the hot thing happen i think so right no, yeah. hold on take well, a step I'm sure back someone calls you hot let's take a step back <laughs> first you have to be called hot right dane cook, yeah. but then well, he's doubled down on hot yeah dane cook was not necessarily conventionally attractive but he was the right. coolest version of a stand-up yeah from our era mm -hmm. that he he was doing stuff very differently and he was like wearing a leather jacket on stage yeah. he was just seemed cool yeah he was really cool and i think that was the first time where i was like oh you can mm -hmm. be funny and like and a look cool and like yeah i mm -hmm. i but rife is taking it to a whole different yeah he's he's kind of like yeah yeah he's in a whole different category i'm just curious like what is what is the comedian's perspective on Matt Reif. 
I mean, I don't even consider myself a fucking real comedian because it's like I'm like every time I'm in like I just did Just for Last Festival and even the whole time I was there I was like I shouldn't I don't belong here because I was like in the I fuck I was in an elevator with like Mark Norman and shit and I was like but why am I here that's like an actual real fucking comedian and I'm like a YouTube a YouTuber it was like is that the vibe in the comedy scene too is like I don't oh, I there's feel like, like the YouTube comedians and then there's like the real ones who came up through I feel like I'm not too tapped into that where I would could give like a confident answer. I'm sure there are some people who think that way and are like, these fucking YouTube guys, you yeah. know, you can't, what the hell are you doing? But like. They're all from the South though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't deal with them that I much, yeah. I think as time goes on, it's like, you know, everyone has a fucking podcast that they upload on YouTube. Yeah. It's like, as much as you can call it a podcast, you're a fucking YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. like. I mean, is Schultz a YouTuber? He's like one of yeah, the biggest exactly. YouTube mm -hmm. podcasts. Yeah, comedian, and he just sold like, out the. Arena Dude, in Toronto. Like, that was, that wow. was two nights crazy. in a row. I, yeah. I texted him. I told him like some of the images gave me chills. Crazy. Yeah. Like he's fucking. Yeah. He's he's killing. I'm a yeah. I'm a fan I'm a guy. huge fan of Schultz. Like yeah. as a comedian and as a person, like I think he's, he's yeah. incredible. I've never um, I've never met him or talked to him. Same as Matt Rafe. I've never met or talked to them. But um, I'm not gonna. So I can't really speak on like who they are as a as a, sure, as a yeah. person. But I mean, to but me, on, I'm like. But on what, the attractiveness. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He could be a little hotter. I, I guess no, what I mean is he's, like there, he's a ten. There's this new, there's this new kind of vibe of of. Um, I mean, Schultz started it, in my opinion, with like posting crowd work, mm -hmm. and maybe I am unfamiliar with whoever did it prior to Schultz, or Schultz is actually the right. first one to kind of make that jump of yeah. crowd work is what you post on YouTube that then gets people interested in you. They watch yeah, I don't your know. special. Um, but Rife is posting like if I'm on TikTok or Instagram, it's like so much. Matt Rife. Yeah. And I wonder, like, that obviously builds his brand. But I, I like comedy a lot. I buy tickets to go see comedy shows. I mm -hmm. don't feel compelled to go see his show because he feels so in my face. Right. Yeah. Do you know I what know, I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, there is. I've like, seen a lot feels, of... I, but I, didn't don't Dane want, Cook also meet that same sort of... I'm not going to call it a demise, but like that point in his career where he he became so yeah, popular maybe. and so, so, so available yeah. to yeah. everyone that the easiest I, thing for especially the comedy community was to be like that's not cool. I guess like, that's what I'm saying. Reach that like, level of like, all right, man, like you're taking up everyone's air. Yeah. To be yeah. to be <laughs> right. premium, yeah. to feel premium, you have to be less available. But then to put butts in seats, you have to really market yourself. <laughs> yeah. And there's this weird middle ground. If you like hit, if you like shoot that gap, it's like, there it is. That's right. like a premium high-end comic. I do think Schultz does it well because he's super available. He does two pods a week. Mm -hmm. And they're hours long. Right. Like two to three hours long. And then he feels very premium right now as a comic. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how you nail that, but that is- um, It's- it's to, I mean, it's different. You know, it's so weird because I know Trevor, Trevor Wallace does a lot of, he, yeah. he's been posting mm -hmm. a lot of yeah. crowd stuff too. And he's fucking super funny, crushing yeah. it. There's a lot of dudes who are doing it like well. Um, yeah, I'm interesting. Like, it's interesting to think about though, because I feel like this era of like posting crowd work is like, sort of like misinforming how you should behave at a comedy show. Oh, interesting. Because I feel like if people keep posting them, everyone who watches them is like, oh, I could just yell whatever I want. And the guy's going to so say true. something hilarious. And maybe I'll end up on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. maybe it'll be yeah. one of the TikToks. So it's like, and that's like, I don't, especially for me, some, I mean, it's different for every comic. Like yeah. people, some people invite it. Some people like do a whole fucking hour of crowd work. But like me, it's like, I write, a show like I know it's a it's written I want to say what I want to say 
and I don't want anyone else to say anything. I like, I would like you to laugh and then or not and or don't, you know. There's in no the, between. <laughs> in the perfect world, that's all that would happen. Like right. obviously hecklers it happens, especially if you're like boozing. Like does it, it happen yeah. with you? Like hecklers happen? I get really yeah, it does happen. Because I feel like YouTubers have a leg up where it's like people are fans of yours coming into it. That's the thing. Yeah. The heckling that did happen, it's not really heckling. It's more of like just like the, the thing that'll happen to be like someone will like interrupt and be like, I love you, or like, yeah, or just like trying to respond and just like, it. because it's like, I get it. Cause like it's a lot for me, a lot of the people who do come to my comedy shows are like, it's their first one. So maybe they're not well versed in how to behave at a show, which is like, I'm not gonna fucking like, you know, I'll yell at them, obviously. I'll get <laughs> it. But I'm not gonna be like, yeah. You know, but like it happens. So it's like if the worst I'm getting is people being like, I love you. Yeah, then it's yeah, like, yeah. I can't really fucking complain. That's kind of a heckler like, flex too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that is pretty cool. Yeah. Just people all the time are just like, I love you. Yeah. yeah. And like, you're Again, so well dressed. You're the best. Uh, I know. Yeah. Again, yeah. my life fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, um, I, but again, it's a learning thing. And I, I, I've, it's been like a conscious decision to not post any of my stand up. Yeah. Until my, special comes out because I want I want the first thing to people of the first thing that people are going to see of my stand-up I want it to be something that I'm really proud of and have represents of what I've been working on for the past fucking 10 years so um yeah when I do put the special out um on November 10th um it will buy now at yeah. curtisconnor.com <laughs> yeah buy it right wait now, is that please. where you can the specials uh, yeah. out. How are you rolling this yeah, out? Yeah, let's talk about this. Okay, And yeah. this is your first special? My very first comedy special. Yeah, it's called wow. Keep Busy. It comes out on November 10th. I'm releasing it independently. I funded the thing myself. Okay. I uh, like self-funded everything. We hired the production team uh, just for laughs, actually produced it, which is oh, pretty cool. cool. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, we had a really good director. And um, it was crazy. It was like, it was the... Uh, it was really interesting because I used to like I'm used to setting up one camera in my office, in my house, and then uh, just doing that, and it's free. Yeah, because <laughs> because yeah. I don't have to. Anyway, there's no one else there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, renting out a a venue and then hiring like a whole production crew, set like set design and lighting and everything, and there was like wow. seven cameras, and it was like sounds expensive. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely the most expensive production I've ever been a part of. But, um, you know, I wanted, again, I wanted my first special to be something that was like impressive, you know, something that looks really professional and something that is like pleasing to the eyes and ears mm -hmm. and stuff and like something that's enjoyable to watch. So yeah, I'm hoping to just, if I break even, that's awesome. If not, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to suck, I guess, yeah, yeah. you know. But if not, you'll figure it out in Paris. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I'll go yeah, to Paris, it, drop it, another it, banger. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Why do it independently? Was there a conversation around did you did you approach streamers? Did you was that not even a thought? Obviously it's nice to have, you know, to not put up any capital to just and just have the burden yeah. to lay on some like company. But I mean it is sort of in a way it's like it's the most like like YouTuber thing to do, I think. Yeah, I agree. Is to just like, fuck, I'll just do it myself, yeah. right? And and it, and it's like, if you do it with a, a like, a, say, if I were to do it with some streaming service, like they would own it, mm -hmm. like it would be theirs, and it would just live there. 
But like, if I I own it now, I it's my special, and it's like my product that I have now. I can go out and like let people yeah. have it if they want. But at the end of the day, it's it's like it's mine. So, which is yeah. nice to have. Which that is, is really cool. It's mm-hmm. like a super cool position to be in. So, did you film yeah. it across multiple nights, or was it one night, one and done? <clears throat> we did it. I filmed it in Toronto at the Danforth Music Hall. Um, I think it was like it was like a eight nine hundred people. It's usually like eleven hundred capacity, but we had to like get rid of a bunch of seats for the cameras and stuff. But uh, it was one night film, and I did two shows in the night. So, yeah, the first show, fucking. That was a nightmare. I was like so really? nervous. Yeah, it was oh, wow. a because we had like, I guess you got to nail it. Like yeah. you've invested all this money yeah, exactly. into it. That's what it was. You just it was have like, to nail it. Yeah, I was so nervous. I had like because like, just the production of all day, like setting up, doing like tests, like camera tests and audio tests and like hair and makeup and shit. It was like a whole production. And so I walked out on stage and I was like this huge camera on like this fucking like arm, like satellite looking arm. It was like crazy. Yeah. It was so intimidating. So that first show was like not very good. It was okay, but I just like felt a little off. Mm-hmm. And there was also a a heckler at that show who was like yelling stuff. And like, that was probably the most like stressed I've ever been <laughs> in my life. And I was like, not that, now. That is stressful. Yelling like yeah. negative stuff. Or? No, it was just like stuff. That, it was just like, it's like, you're doing great. Yeah. You're like, come on, not yeah. now. Or it's going to be yeah. so good for the special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was something that was like responding to something that I said or something. And it was just like, I was so stressed that I couldn't even say anything funny in response. I was just like, no, please don't do that right now. I'm so fucking stressed. So it was like really nerve wracking. But the second show, I was like a little more loose because I already yeah. did it. I had I was like three glasses of wine deep by that point. So I was like, Whatever, I'm just gonna go and have fun. The second one, and the second show, the later show, that was like that's the bulk of the special is the late show. There's some parts that we picked from the first, yeah, kind of to like, like very a very small percentage was from the, but it was mostly one show. But whenever I watch a comedy special, I always try and pick out like in any of the cuts, yeah, if, if anything just changed, like right. hair, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like any little thing, like was the collar kind of up or down? Yeah, and that's just my like neurotic editor brain looking at it being say, yeah. like ooh did they splice that and, and it <laughs> yeah. does happen a lot where oh, it's yeah. like pretty spliced together yeah uh it's super interesting to watch that yeah that was like the best part too was like having that like because obviously i wasn't going to edit the special i don't know how to do that and it was like so it was nice to to give that part up yeah for once to like let someone else yeah. do it and like someone who's like a professional editor mm-hmm. and so that was really cool seeing the edit come together and like the sound mixing and everything and the color grading. It was like a whole, that was like a whole production thing that I'm like just yeah. not familiar with. So it was really avant-garde cool. avant-garde if you did edit the special. Yeah. Yeah. Had, like the sound effects and the crash <laughs> yeah. zooms. Yeah. yeah, yeah, The digital zooms yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah, like a bruh sound effect yeah. or something. <laughs> in, in the special, do you reference like the career <laughs> of being a YouTube creator? I know when we spoke with Max Fosh, mm-hmm. he had a special. Yeah. And if you watch it, there's a lot of interplay with like some of the videos he put out, some of the reactions to it. Right. Is that yeah. what I kept we it, could expect of yours or does it feel pretty separate? I kept it very separate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really I don't I don't really think I mentioned YouTube at all in it, uh, or anything like that. I um I haven't got around to watching Max's You should watch it. It's really interesting. He started doing stand up after the like videos, right? Like yeah. he went the mm-hmm. other yeah, Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I gotta watch that. Yeah, you should check it out. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like very fascinated by the crop of 
YouTube creators who are doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, Hank like, Green is even uh, yeah, Hank doing Green's a show doing about, stand-up. about his true. cancer and stuff too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Yeah, Hank's me too. so funny. He's awesome. He's yeah, so good. He's the best. But yeah, that was um, special is no mention of YouTube really. I try to keep it pretty separate mm-hmm. um, from that part. I think it's, I think like, but like if you're a fan of my YouTube videos, like it's, like it's, the same person who wrote them. So it's like, it's just yeah. like, it's the same. It does feel kind of- I guess the of, subject matter is different in that you don't have source material necessarily to build yeah. on, right? Because the yeah. commentary video is like, let me build on this source material. Right. The joke is let me set up source. Let me source. show you, yeah. The, yeah, let me provide you the source material right yeah, now. right now. And then time. talk about it, yeah. yeah. So it's definitely a little, really different. But I feel like it definitely does, with the pacing and the jokes and the, the type of jokes, it's very similar to a typical one, like, commentary video of mine but um yeah i I like to keep them separate too because they're not uh, they're not the same to me what makes a funny stand-up joke like what's the anatomy of that versus like a funny bit in a youtube video i think the um what i think with youtube there's a lot more freedom and things to sort of improve not i guess improve but like i guess like fluff up a joke you know Mm -hmm. you can like do a silly edit or a sound effect or something, right? And you can make it look a certain way, but like I think with with stand up, like the it needs to be like a smart, like a funny joke. You know, it needs to be like like you can't just say something that's kind of funny and then hope a sound effect happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> or, There's a lot more of like uh, winks to the camera in YouTube videos with yeah, a sound yeah. effect or a crash zoom right. where like right. the expectation I think is not that I am like bursting out laughing on the other end. Right, yeah, right? yeah Or it's yeah. like the expectation at a comedy show is like if you're going to hit me with a joke, yeah, I might need I, some time to like yeah. actually laugh. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get back to you. I got to get, you got to get giggling. I got to get giggling. Yeah. 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 The, as long as your material is strong and like you're also having fun up there and you're like you can tell that they're being genuine um you know and if you're hot like matt rife too that helps yeah, out a lot yeah, too. yeah. Okay. then no one's even listening i was wondering <laughs> yeah, i was like yeah, yeah. where's hot I yeah, yeah, not yeah, tracking. Not, yeah you haven't said that yeah, yeah. <laughs> because i don't there's like a pie chart it's yeah. mostly hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember like a, a stand-up joke of yours that just fully bombed that you had a lot of confidence in or the first one you hit that like people were yeah. like, oh man, that was funny. I do, okay, I do, yeah. all right, I know one that was really bad that didn't work. Okay. I had one bit about, this was like around like, right before, it's like 2019, I was like writing the new hour before COVID. So it was like a new material thing that I was doing in New York. And uh, I had a bit about dudes who only wear, who wear sweaters with nothing underneath them. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought like, and like how weird that is yeah. uh-huh. because there was a kid that I like went to school with who would only <laughs> just wore fucking pullover sweaters. Yeah. And I was like, it would piss me off. Yeah, I was like, what? that's stupid. I'm with that. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So I was like, and then I was really like passionate about it. I was really mm-hmm. angry about the yeah. subject matter. And then like nobody was on my side. <laughs> and then people, and I like halfway through, I was like, does anyone agree with me? <laughs> and a bunch of people were like, no, I do that shit all the time. And I was like, yeah, that, <laughs> you guys are fucking weird. That's then. so good. So that was one bit that didn't really yeah. land, but maybe that's just the wrong crowd. Because I mean, you, I thought it was. Funny. Yeah, you yeah. guys agree. Like, he does it. No, so. I mean it worked yeah. for Samira. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Do I you don't do it. I don't do it. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, you do I, it. No, no, I don't do it. I hate the feeling. You've actually. done it. It's very, no, I've never done it. It's very, <laughs> it's very scratchy. Yeah. I don't like Take it. Take your shirt off. Let's I, yeah, yeah, I let's feel. See. Oh, nothing's got nothing. No, okay, oh, good. No, please. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, if, I, if I don't wear a shirt under a sweater, I feel naked. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, there's a shirt on yeah. this front part to show you. Because <laughs> yeah. anyone checks him, he's like, no, no, yeah. seriously. No, no, it's there. I got a little fabric. Check it out. It's all good. But clearly, had I been sitting in that audience, I wouldn't have burst. Right. Yeah, Samir yeah. would have been great. Yeah, you would have been absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that was one that just like, you know, sometimes it can be just a funny thing to talk about with your friends, but it's not like a stand-up bit, which is fine. That's totally yeah. okay. That's like, you can never know that until you try it on stage. How do you get everyone laughing though? Like, how do you how do you know when you're writing your special, you're like, oh, this stuff's gonna, this stuff's gonna go. Right. I mean, like, how would you... Like, how do you write I would assume just from enough right. failure, right? Yeah. Like, you've tested it. Yeah, you don't do an you, hour out of nowhere. Like. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, okay, you go out yeah. and you do that hour. <laughs> yeah, okay, 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 yeah, you're right. You wild experiment. Yeah, that would be <laughs> Just like, if I, these are all fresh yeah. If I booked a tour yeah. with yeah. no, yeah. Tested, yeah, no testing material. Yeah. And we're yeah. making it the special. <laughs> right, yeah, so uh, it's been like, yeah, you go test out. You do those shows where you're like, God, I hope this works. And then sometimes it works, and sometimes a bit. And it's tough to like, to find a, because there is a way for like, if a bit doesn't work, you can like, okay, maybe I'll, there's a new way to go about it and like rewrite it yeah. so it does work. But sometimes you have to like, just f learn to like, let it go and be like, okay, this isn't really a bit. Maybe I can use it later in like a video or something mm -hmm. or like a, or a fucking tweet or some shit. But like, yeah, for the most part, you do have to go. And like, there's no way to tell if a joke works if unless you're just going and trying it in front of people, so. You have any other like premises like that one about dudes who just wear pullover sweaters that are kind of bothering you right now? Like any like gripes just oh, in the world? Yeah, general? sometimes grinding my gears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, of like what people wear or just in no, general? Just okay. general, <laughs> yeah. general things that. Uh, could be no. YouTube related gripes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anything like. I feel like you're pretty in tune with the YouTube space. If you watch your videos, it's like, oh, there's a Prime reference there. Yeah. There's a Mr. Beast reference yeah. here. Right. Yeah. I mean, there. I mean, there is one. I do. Okay. The one thing I do hate a lot. I mean, it's not really that crazy. It's not like a like a crazy take. But like when people copy thumbnails a lot, like blatantly, is really annoying. Or just like video concepts, it pisses me off a lot. Because uh, I saw like a, a thing last night. I want to. I don't, I'm not going to put anyone sure. blast, but I yeah. saw one last night. I was like, Matt Rife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt Rife just released a Disney adults video. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd actually, uh, that would piss me off. Actually, <laughs> a hotter guy was talking about it. <laughs> um, what about the overall just like health of YouTube right now? It doesn't have to be a gripe, but mm -hmm. as someone who's like yeah. been on YouTube for many years, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the health of like, creators right now on the platform. Yeah, I um I mean, I don't know. It's it's I feel like I'm in such a weird spot. Also kind of like a privileged spot too, but like I just did like a I just spoke at like this like tech festival thing in Toronto. And there was like it was cool that they invited me and it was like they had like this like creator show that was going on, so I was like, okay, sure, I'll I'll I'll, I'll try it out. And the whole thing was like about like how to hack the algorithm and shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, how would you, uh, you know, what's the best way to like start making money on there? And I was like, it just felt weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's like this big push, especially, um, and don't get me wrong, making money doing YouTube videos is fucking awesome. It's like the dream job for a creative person. But like, I feel like there is this weird, like 
slimy fucking like snake oil salesman mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. character that is pretty prevalent now with YouTube and TikTok and sort of like making your own uh, business, I guess. I think the acceleration of it now reeks of get rich quick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, like, okay, you know what? It's easy if you just do it like this. And right. I think for people like us who started with the journey of being like, oh, this is a cool place to express myself. Mm -hmm. It yeah. feels really funny it, it to hear- people here don't care what they're making. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. It feels yeah. really funny to hear people talk about YouTube videos as commodities. Right. That are like, like units of commerce. Yeah, you yeah, know? it's so weird. Which is why like I enjoy watching your guys' videos because it's like you guys, you have the same mindset of me where it's like you guys are like really knowledgeable with how to, like when you talk about like the algorithm and like making yeah. content a business, but it's never like- it's never weird. It's never like, like I never feel weird or gross watching the stuff. Cause you Thanks, guys, man. of yeah, course. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, helpful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, it I remember helpful. when I found yeah. out that you watched our videos and thinking to myself, oh, that's a good indicator yeah. mm -hmm. that I'm making what I hope we're making because I, yeah. I like what you make and I've yeah. also seen how you talk about the YouTube space. Right. And I'm like, okay, if Curtis Connor thinks like we're all right. <laughs> I remember that day. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I think you were wearing our hat. You like sent us a DM and you had oh, our yeah, hat yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, I bought and the And we were like, I the hat. oh, yeah. shit. I don't think really like, cool. Like, really like yeah. Curtis Connor watched our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, like, yeah, cause I feel like there's like this just like it's been flooded with people who are like talking about what you guys talk about, but in like the worst way. Yeah. So yeah. it's like- I think what's hard for me is I, I don't want to get lumped into that. Exactly. Which we do, obviously, yeah. naturally, of mm -hmm. like being like a YouTube guru. Like right. that is not my intention at all for this show. It's like more to actually, you know, there's a selfish component of the show of just like talking to the people that we watch. Right, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, for like, sure, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. We get to just sit with you for like two hours and be like- so Yeah, and just like yeah. shoot the shit for yeah. a bit, yeah. yeah. And then- the other aspect of it is like, it's the show that we wish we had when we were first starting out to just hear what it's like to, right. to do this. Cause we wanted mm -hmm. it. It was the most aspirational career for us. Yeah. So it's like, so what, what can we learn? What's it actually like to right. do this? Yeah. I think there's definitely a, a spectrum of like, <laughs> <laughs> like of this like type of content where like, it's like you guys on one side and the other side is like, this is how you make 500 TikToks a day. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> to hack the fucking algorithm. And yeah. it's like, it's not. That but that's where fun. I think like we're we're naturally approaching this moment where it's like how far can this go? Mm -hmm. How far can we go making like subpar content Paris. as a community? Yeah, I can fly. Paris. Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you you also have a pretty substantial TikTok presence? Yeah, yeah. How do you surprisingly like so yeah. making TikToks? Um, it's pretty fun. I I st I was very like anti-TikTok when I started out, because I was yeah. making a lot of like anti-TikTok videos being like like the country right. TikToks, the friggin' yeah, like cringy TikTok commentary era, I guess. Um, so I was pretty against it because I, I was just seeing like weird shit, but I guess like the more popular it got, like, like there's some of the funniest fucking videos I've ever seen have been on TikTok. Like mm. some people are just like so funny and like, it's just like opened up so much like creativity and like, and. Like if TikTok existed when, and was as big as like when Vine was around, like with all like the music integration and like all the effects and everything, it's like, it's crazy to think of like where it would be now, you yeah, know, it's yeah. like, it, it's pretty wild. So I'm, I just have fun like messing around on there mm. and just like, if I, you know, have an idea, I'll make it. I'll just like make fun of something that I see. That's the interesting part about TikTok is the additive nature of it. Because yeah. whether it's, you know, whether it's a sound and people do their own version of the sound. Or yeah. Like, my favorite version of TikTok is when someone plays music and they ask, they're like, 
sing over this. Mm-hmm. And then you just go to that sound and you look at all the duets. Yeah. And it's like a ton of people singing lyrics over that. And you're like, yeah. that's so, so many t- interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it's like so, so many cool. talented musicians just like yeah. putting out all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's crazy. TikTok has been like, and it's like, I met a lot of cool people through it mm. too. And um, yeah, there's like a lot of super funny, great content on it. What's your relationship with uh, fame? Because one thing I think about is like on your Instagram, you have a photo of your wedding, of you and your wife. Yeah. And it has half a million likes yeah. and just like thousands of comments. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about the- Fuck. The, yeah, the, yeah. Sorry, like, kind of gives me shivers. Yeah, like, the, the relationship <laughs> yeah. to like this, the byproduct of being creative on the internet is is fame, right? Yeah. And I think it, it, in the way that you have it, I'm curious your perspective on it because- mm-hmm. People are very personally interested in you. Obviously, yeah. Colin mentioned like the Pinterest boards of you, yeah, yeah. but there's a lot of personal interest in you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard. He's just heard about it. Yeah, yeah, board yeah. with your outfits. Yeah, yeah, I've never used it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What even is that? Sounds cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's weird. I know it's the whole. I, I, it's so weird to like take a step back, and. Um, Cause like when I'll be out with like some friends or like family and then I'll get recognized, it's always like, they're just so like confused by it, obviously. Cause it's yeah. not like a normal human interaction. Sure. Yeah. So when I do it and it's like, I'm just used to it now, I guess, which is a weird thing, but it's like, I don't know. It's, it's very strange. Sometimes when I'm like, even if I'm out, if I'm out in public, I'm like, I know I'm not that fucking famous. I'm not, like, Justin Timberlake level. But it's, like, even then when I'm out in public, I'm, like, hyper aware of what I'm doing, mm-hmm. what I look like, um, you know, what I'm wearing, what I'm, like, or, or what I'm carrying, like, what I'm doing. It's, like, it's, because I don't want, like, <laughs> I was uh, at the dollar store recently, <laughs> and I was in, like, my fucking sweatpants and, like, a, a shirt that said, I think it said, uh, <laughs> I got it from like a vintage store and it said, uh, it was a guy like a, it was like a, a, a washroom sign of a guy and he didn't have a head and it said need head. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I got recognized outside of the dollar store and I had like poo bags for my dog and I was holding like a, <laughs> and I was holding like a, a fucking like ga- I had also a Gatorade too because I think I was like a little hungover. So good. And Gatorade then some- <laughs> yeah, and poo bags. So it was like, and then someone was like, "Oh my god, are you Curtis?" And I was like, "Oh, not now." But they were super nice, and I was talking to them. But this story gets worse because we were outside of the dollar store, and I was talking to them, and they were just like, "So like, you live in Toronto? That's crazy." And I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's whatever." And I was talking, and I was like swinging my arms back and forth. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, just like my one arm holding the Gatorade, I was swinging it back and forth. That's your swinging arm. That's my swinging arm, and I was swinging it back and forth. And while I was talking to a fan, I, a fucking, I hit a kid in the head with my Gatorade. <laughs> like he walked into my swinging Gatorade hand, and it was like dunk. I like I bonked a fucking child when I was talking to a fan, and I'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> and I had to be like, sorry, sorry, you, sorry, you saw that. 
So, yeah, I love meeting fans. It's really, it's, it's great. It's always like that. You should start doing VIP meet and greets so you can kind of control that. <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess so. yeah, yeah. No kids yeah, running yeah. around. I can't mm-hmm. smack yeah. them in the head with a blue Gatorade. That's so oh, good, man. man. So it's like stuff like oh, that. Good. And I'm also like, <laughs> I'm so nervous when I meet fans too because I want them to have like a good experience. Totally, yes. And I'm not, I'm not like very good at like talking to like new people. I don't think I'm like, I, especially fans. I'm, I like, I just don't want, I don't want them to think ill of me in any way. So I'm just yeah, like, I don't yeah. know what I can, even usually I'm the one asking for a picture because like I want them to get whatever they want out of it. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I've done that many a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm also, also very bad at, at new interactions for yeah, the first time. And, yeah. Uh, my fiance has witnessed way too many of these <laughs> and has finally started to like step in and be like, ask them if they're a creator too. Yeah, yeah. You're a creator too? <laughs> Getting fed lines. Yeah. He's got an earpiece in. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really bad. Yeah. So now, like would you like a photo together? Right. Would yeah. you like one photo? Yeah. With I me? asked for, you said, you want a photo? Yeah. Multiple times people have been like, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst, too. That's the worst. Yeah, when they say no. <laughs> Yeah. Or you feel like you made them take the yeah, photo. Right. Yeah. Like, or, yeah. or they just get next to you like, you can take it on your camera, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. want it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the funniest or the most interesting thing now that we've been talking about is the, we get, I don't know why this happens to us. Maybe it happens oh. to you too, but I get DMs after I've left a place where someone's mm-hmm. like, hey, were you just at, yeah. you know, yeah. the sushi restaurant? Because right. I think I was sitting next to you. And right. like, that to me is worse because then I'm like, oh my yeah. God, what was I talking yeah, about? What yeah. was I doing? Like, yeah. what did was I that? My pants or something? <laughs> what did I do? But but it it it, it starts to get in your head because you're like, I don't want to now live in a like. Have, am I living in a world now where the my assumption, like my assumption of anonymity, is now incorrect? Like, if mm. I walk into a coffee shop, mm-hmm. is my assumption that I'm anonymous in that coffee shop? Right wrong and then if you live in that world where your assumptions the opposite that's a weird world to live in it yeah. almost feels like who, who like am a weird I? yeah like, what, yeah, like, yeah. like no i'm famous yeah. everywhere yeah. Yeah. so that's a yeah. weird thing yeah but i won't be paying so yeah. i don't know where my nice sweatpants <laughs> yeah. but yeah, the exactly. scale of like your audience of two to three million people kind of not missing a video yeah that to me is crazy and then again like half a million people being interested in your personal life on a, yeah you know like I mean, to that- it's a lot of people. Even that, it's like, when it, when you get to that point, I don't even think people see it as my personal life. I don't think they mm. think I'm a real guy. Right. That at some point, they th- I think people think I'm like a character, which is like- Which is also true. true. You're, yeah. It's also true. I know. I'm not saying that they're wrong. It's like, because even me, like even to like people I watch and stuff, it's like, I met fucking, when I, I met Post Malone and it was like, oh, he's like a real guy. He's like a real fucking person that right, exists. Right, it's like, right. And it's like that- yeah, it's just so strange to be like, yeah. And then some people like when people come up and it's like, I love like they'll say like I love your dog Kiwi. He tell Kiwi I say hi, and it's like oh yeah, oh yeah. People know like, I and yeah. I can't even explain that to my dog either. I can't be like <laughs> no, people yeah, know yeah. you. That's the thing you can't say hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah, exactly. He doesn't know what that means. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's the most heartbreaking part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the hardest part that about being a creator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't tell the my fame. dog that he's yeah. loved but, by many. But do, do you crave more fame? Is like. Is there any, is there a level that you're trying to get to because that would give you access to something or is there? Um, not really. I just want people to watch my videos and then like, like what I'm doing 
And then if they see me in public, and I want people to like, I just want people to like the stuff that I'm making. And if you like it enough, then to come to my shows. And then like, I don't, I, there's never like, obviously like hitting like milestones is cool, but it's never like once I'm there, then it's fine. You know? Is there a milestone you want to hit right now? Um, I mean, I'm trying to like 5 million on YouTube is the next big thing. Yeah. So that's what I'm like looking forward to. And I, I hope it happens. That'd be cool. But what do like, you think the recipe is to get there? If you can hack um, the algorithm. If I can hack it? Yeah, if you can hack it. Um, it's going to get hotter. Yeah, that's actually yeah, true. Yeah. If you start lifting. Yeah. yeah. I think, I just think I'm going to, I mean, it's been working the last yeah. four or five years of like doing commentary full time. So I just, I'm just going to keep making videos that I want to make and videos yeah. that I'm proud of. And eventually it'll, I'm not you trying to get I there like, like a certain though, that day. you do is the extra greeting. Yeah, the I don't do it anymore. You don't do it. No, I had a, I cut it off. Why'd you cut it off? First of all, can you explain it to people who are unfamiliar okay, with it? Yeah. And then can you explain the, okay, the context so of cutting it off? When I started doing YouTube videos, I had this bit called the uh, the extra greeting at the beginning of my videos where it would be like, I would say, hello, everyone, you know, who's watching. But like to everyone who subscribed, hello, what's up? You know, how's it going? That was just for them. If you're new here, what's up? How's it going? And if you're coming back, what's up? How's it going? It's very good to see you again. See what happens when you subscribe to my channel? You get an extra greeting at the beginning of every single video. So like that one didn't apply to the fuckers <laughs> who didn't subscribe to me. The bastards, you yeah. know, <laughs> the weirdos. Yeah. So it was like, that was the bit to be like, you know, if you subscribe, you you get that extra I little I thought hello. that was such a comfortable, soft way to ask people to subscribe. <laughs> yeah. But like, because that's a really uncomfortable thing to do. Yeah. Hey, what's up guys? Yeah. Like, make sure you subscribe. Like it feels yeah. almost like a meme to say that. Mm -hmm. So that, like to deliver it in that way, I was just like, because it does work. Yeah. If you ask people to, to subscribe, yeah. it does work. It works. And so finding yeah. the way in your own tone and voice to do it. Yeah. Is is would you actually pretty important? Mind yeah. if we took that, or would you recommend? Yeah, if it, if you if you're, um, I'm not using it anymore. So yeah, I could okay. I could pass it off. You know, sort of yeah. pass the torch to y'all. Okay. You know, so yeah, but Listen. I I stopped doing it because it was it was kind of, I just felt long to me, and I wanted I just it felt like so long to get into the actual topic of the video. So I wanted to just like just fucking cut it out and be like, just get right into the thing. Was and like, that you have a, enough subscribers? <clears throat> Yeah, and it's like if I my thought was like if people like it, then they can just subscribe. Right. And at the end of the video, I have like the Curtis Town bit where that's like the fictional town that everybody lives in when they subscribe to me. So it's like if you you subscribe, you automatically become a citizen. If you didn't know, Curtis Town is the best place to live in the world, and I'm the mayor, so you have to be nice to me. It's the law. That's like the bit that I have now at the end, which is like yeah. a, a fun little thing for people to you know. But because it does feel weird weird to just be like, please. It's yeah. super weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really it's, weird. It's really strange. But it is like, it's just part of the thing, yeah. you know, and finding that is is, is actually part. So yeah. when you say you wanted to get quicker into the subject matter, mm -hmm. was that, a, like, how connected are you to YouTube Studio, to analytics? Like, are you looking at retention data or are you making a gut storytelling decision yeah. of like, you know what, this works better if I go hook and I'm right in? Yeah, it's it. I think it came from just like talking to, fellow YouTubers and just being like, I've, and same as like watching other YouTubers too, when they like, when they get right into it, it's like, all right, cool, here we go. It's like, and it's like, it's what the video's about, it's what the thumbnail was, it's like, I'm here, I'm ready for the content. So it was definitely a conscious thing to be like, I just want the, I just want the video that I'm putting out to be just like, you know, the best that it can be, I think. So that was, that was a way in doing that. But 
<clears throat> there is sometimes where it does suck where it's like sometimes like the algorithm and stuff does sort of like dictate yeah. what I'm doing, but it it's a game you got to play, I guess. You it's, know? Yeah, but, it's just yeah. the game. Right. It's just what it is. Same as, but I think the trick is like <laughs> finding like the fun like within it, like within sure. the game that you have to play too, which is like the cool part about the the thumbnail dude I've been working with too. It's like he has ideas that we like bounce off each mm -hmm. other and like that's like, that's like a whole new fucking thing for me, which is <laughs> like having someone else. Dude, the, the thumbnail hell? guy, like cottage industry of our space is pretty incredible. It's crazy. You know, like yeah. that, that's an entire economy mm -hmm. now of thumbnail guys who yeah. are just, yeah. I don't even understand what they're doing. Like meaning when, <laughs> yeah. when, it, when it comes back, like yeah. when you send something out or I see sometimes they post the before and after with yeah. some like chicken scratch from the creator. They like took a, picture in shit light yeah and then <laughs> yeah, they yeah. just send it to them and they're <laughs> like crazy. yeah just yeah. make me like it's actually hanging off a cliff and there's <laughs> yeah. like fire below that yeah. and it's like from the perspective of an yeah. and they just like chicken scratch it and then they just flip it around and you're like how did you yeah, do that, the you do that amazing happen? because from my understanding it's not ai and maybe that's why it's amazing is like yeah yeah right yeah it's, it's pretty impressive what they can what they can do these days yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. So, so on that with YouTube though, like your one of your most recent videos is forty minutes long. Like you're pushing yeah. length right now. When mm. like when I think of a commentary video, it's like eight to eleven minutes. I don't know why that that's like okay, the, interesting. What I think of, but wow. that is what I think of. Well, to me, it's interesting that you say eight to eleven because when I think of a commentary video, I'm thinking like I want to I want at least like twenty minutes. Twenty. Yeah, interesting. I think that's like the the ideal thing, like length that I'm shooting for. Um, but. I think there's definitely a trend within the commentary people of like kind of stepping, like keeping the commentary like feel, but sort of like like dipping toes in like other forms. Like I know Danny is doing a lot of different stuff now. Yeah. Um, same as Drew, Eddie, and Ted. They're doing like like their whole like uh, like Margaritaville video they did and stuff. It was like like I feel like there's a lot a big trend of like not just like watching a video being like that's fucked. Yeah. All right. See you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, there's like- I feel it, like Cody and Noel did it with the kombucha guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And that True, was one of the yeah. first times where it almost felt like I was seeing two guys who existed on a TV set, like go on a new, mm -hmm. like, you know, when you watch like a, a show like The Office and like the first time they like leave the office right, and go yeah, to like yeah. the mall, you're like, like the Steamtown Mall, you're like, what are yeah. you? What are you guys doing outside yeah, of the set? You can't That's how that. I felt with Cody and Noel when they went to the, what was right. his name? GT, GT Dave. GT Dave. Yeah, they yeah. went to his like kombucha gray lair. Yeah. And it was like, these guys are leaving their set and going to. Right. Yeah, because then it, that's cool for the audience too, because then they feel like they're like going with them on that journey exactly. too from like the other video. Yeah. Um. So there, I feel like there's definitely a, because that video, the eye vision, the vision healing video I yeah. did was also, it was, Definitely, it was like, it still had commentary, like the usual stuff. Right. But the, the last half of it was like, I was, it was just me. Experience. Just doing it yeah. and like doing like a voiceover and stuff. So it was like, it was really fun, like creatively. And like, it was something different and people seemed to really like it. So there's definitely, and there was another video I did recently. Um, it was like this TikTok musician that I just like went and interviewed and like spent a couple of days with. And it was just like a, it was kind of like just like a documentary about him. His name is James Chapesky. He's the fucking coolest dude I've ever met in my life. And he was just like, we just did it when we did a song together to like finish the video. And it was just something so different. And I spent so long on it and I was so nervous with it. 
like about putting it out because I didn't know if people were going to watch it. But like that was like one of the best like like feedback I've ever gotten on mm. like any video, and it was something that I was that's something I've never done. So it was yeah. cool. That was that was like a really cool moment. But yeah, brought up uh, Danny Gonzalez and Drew Gooden. Mm-hmm. I know they're like good friends of yours. You collaborate with them a lot. Yeah. When I think of commentary, I think of all three of you guys. Mm-hmm. When you're talking with them, yeah, do you guys have uh, thoughts on where sort of the characters in this genre go next? Is it just for the next 20 years, we'll still be making commentary videos? Or is right. it, you know, I'm pushing more into stand-up. I'm interested in going into TV. Like, I right. watch a Drew Gooden video, and I'm like, this reminds me of Joel McHale, The Soup. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah, for sure. Uh, it reminds me of just a lot of what I see on TV that's really good, and I wonder, like, does Drew Gooden go into TV more yeah. so? Like, right. where does the commentary <laughs> genre graduate to? And do you guys talk about that? Right. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, <clears throat> I, I don't think there's really. I mean, I've, we've talked. I've talked to them both about this, and it's like YouTube is like. It's like it is like the most ideal job <laughs> for like yeah. someone. Like I, I don't think I would get the satisfaction or fulfillment that I get from like if I were to go on like a series or like if I started writing for a TV show or something or like starring in a TV show. It's like because then there's like producers and stuff that like you have to like like YouTube is so what I want and that's like the dream for a creative person. There's like no, like there's to an extent, there's like really no limits to what you can like make, right? Um, you can't put a video like shitting on a table or something. But, <laughs> but like, well, we don't think. Yeah, well, I mean, no one's trying We're going to find out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no one's had the balls to actually fucking go through with it. But like, I think there's obviously other like avenues we want to explore. Like I'm like, I'm doing stand up and stuff and, you know, but like the, like YouTube sort of is like, I can definitely see myself making videos like for the rest of my like, you know, working life. You know, obviously my content will evolve. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm not like 65 yeah. doing the same TikTok cringe What's up videos. With these Disney adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like but I think like there is like a big pressure, I think, for creators to be like, okay, now what? But it's like there there's you shouldn't have to think that way, right? You should be able to like YouTube can be the end goal, I think. That's totally fine. Um <clears throat> but again, I think it's like in the creative like uh like mindset to like want to do other stuff yeah. also, you know? So it's tough to like completely abandon one thing to go do the other. Like if I was just doing stand up, I f- I would I'd feel weird, I think, you know. I think part of the reason I ask is because I I do enjoy seeing creators cross over to traditional media mm-hmm. and I enjoy seeing it when they find success. Yes. And yeah. I always want uh the people that I watch on YouTube to like try it and have the rest of the world see yeah. it. I have like this like immense pride for some of the people that are succeeding here. For sure, yeah. yeah. I think it's also like late night holds a special place in my heart just as a, I don't know, of yeah. like like a millennial kid growing right. up. Like, and I, I just think that this group of commentary creators could do that format really well. Yeah. You know, like Weekend Update even like from SNL or, or yeah. Seth Meyers, like, um, Colbert, like there's something about the delivery straight to camera about current topics Yeah, that I think if you start to tackle like current topics, it, it becomes really interesting. And you are, you're, mm-hmm. you're covering like internet um, topics, but I just, I, I think there's an, there's something interesting there. Yeah. Like the late night style. Yeah, I know. It's interesting <laughs> when I think about late night because it's, even those guys are like 
<laughs> fucking YouTubers now. It's like yeah, they are clips. YouTubers yeah, by those, default. Sort of yeah, yeah. their clips are like they're getting so many. No views one knows on what time those shows are on now. Right? Or yeah, what networks? Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I used to know so well of like, oh, that's on ABC or that's on you know like right. NBC. Yeah. Now it's just like if right. it comes across my YouTube feed, I'll watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is I feel like incredible. So many of those late night shows are just like slowly, like going away. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to see like if, if, if that actually does. Do those formats converge? Right. In the next 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Maybe, and yeah. maybe it already has happened. Right. Cause yeah, I feel like any, like all those, like all the, my friends on YouTube, they're like, I feel like I'm like their biggest fans, you know, they're also yeah. like the homies, but like, I've like, whenever like Danny or Drew Jarvis, like any of my friends, like whenever they upload videos, I'm like, fuck, let's go, dude. I'm like watching every single one. So it's like, I know whatever, like they do they're gonna like mm. like excel at and be really good so like whatever i'm supporting my friends whatever they want to do you know if, if they even if they never make any content again yeah you know that's that's fine more for me man <laughs> okay so I have, I have a question for you this the, like your story feels like it is a story of like gradual sus long sustained success mm -hmm. but that is juxtaposed or in my mind contrasts with the desire to be a comic which is rooted in some level of darkness <laughs> and some <laughs> level of yeah. like so yeah. my question to you is like throughout this entire process <laughs> like is there any darkness is there were there any dark times uh or like yeah or is am i right in thinking that or is that just not the case um yeah i mean yeah i get pretty sad Sometimes. All right, man. Take it easy. I yeah. wasn't happy. Okay, like, just sorry. Like, this is a fun yeah. podcast, yeah. dude. Yeah. I don't know what the <laughs> setup was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whoa, yeah. dude. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Like, kill the vibe. No. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty all the time. I think every day I'm stressed about everything. Um, all the time. So, yeah. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you want from me? Yeah. But I guess what yeah. table. Yeah, I'll fucking do it, man. I don't care. But were there like <laughs> that's what you want? Yeah. Were there any hardships in the in the career to to this point, or has it been just kind of like pretty smooth since leaving Inkbox? Um, I got again. I got. I think I got fucking really lucky. I say this all the time, but I think there's someone at YouTube who like really likes me <laughs> because like even when a video is like 10 of 10, it'll yeah. be like on the trending page. And I'm like, there's gotta be someone there who's just like, let's go, Kurt. <laughs> like, good job. Interesting. You're yeah. still doing it. But yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like, like I said, when, when once I quit and then that video was like the fucking best video performing, like yeah. best performing video, it was like, yeah, from there it was like, Obviously, there was like hardships and stuff, and I'm I'm never. Every day, I'm fucking worried about shit. You know, stuff going away or like something. One of my videos that was maybe not well received or something, or you know, I'm worried about <laughs> a lot of stuff all the time. <laughs> but you know, in terms of like the gradual growth and the videos I've I've made, I've been stressed with editing and time crunches and stuff and everything like the normal shit. But for the most part, like thankfully, I've been really really lucky with like the the people I surround myself with and the videos I've been making and like, you know, just having the, a good head on my shoulders, I think of like, of having a clear vision of what I want to make has been really uh, beneficial. But yeah, all the time, man, I'm fucking, I'm stressed all the time, I'm sad. I get freaking weirded out about everything, which is, I think fair. It's pretty normal yeah. with, with being yeah, a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm of like course. a self-employed person. It's like, there's so yeah, much pressure I, all I the time. I would say like, we're riddled with self-doubt. Yeah. To be a creative person. Yeah. You're just going to be like, that is just the normal thing to be. Yeah. It's like every time I 
go to post a video, no matter how many subscribers I have or how many, how well the other ones perform, as soon as I upload a video, I'm like, okay, well, this is the last one. No one's going to watch it. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. yeah, I feel so. the same way. Sometimes I'm like, okay, maybe this, who knows, right? Yeah. When you press, when you press upload and you press publish, you're like, yeah. who knows? Like, yeah. I have a sense. Is the Curtis Connor episode the last episode? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, it's fucking scary. <laughs> now that's going to run in my head yeah. every time I upload. It's going to be you I killed the Colin and Samir show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the final shit on the table. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so what What are your expectations or your hopes with the uh, with the special? Like, what's, what's a win for you on that? Um, I think a win is, you know, people watching it and enjoying it. And, you know, being impressed, you know, because I feel like I haven't really shown anything from what I've been yeah. doing the past, like, five, six years of my stand-up. So I just want people to watch it and, uh, you know, give it a try, you know, like. And if you don't like it, that's fine, you know. But I want people to watch it and enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited for people to see what I've been uh, doing on tour. And, uh, yeah, really nervous, really fucking nervous because a lot of people... <laughs> haven't seen so it's a uh, pretty nerve-wracking but yeah and i think putting something out there like a big event yeah is a big deal because then it's like okay now you've you've put a line in the sand and said there's my youtube videos and then mm -hmm. there's this and right. this is different you have to pay to watch this it's in a different environment yeah it's shot differently yeah and so then that assumes that you believe it's some of your best work right yeah if yeah. not your best work yeah. to date right, right. Yeah, so I, th I so think the people... pressure is on, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess so <laughs> please watch it. Yeah, I yeah. just I just want people to watch it, and then uh, you know, hopefully, they can be excited for another one one yeah. day. Right. That's I'm excited to watch it just because, yeah. like, I haven't not seen even a clip really of your right. stand up. I'm sure right. there's some out there, but there's yeah. really not that much. Yeah, um, yeah. There's not there's like maybe one or two old bits from like years ago, but yeah, which yeah. is going to be a really cool experience, I think, for your audience. Yeah, to, like, yeah. See you in a different format and different light, different camera. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Really nervous, but I'm excited. So it, there, there's a live premiere for this. Special. There's a live premiere, and then it's on November 10th on and, demand, and then it'll be on demand okay. for a short period, and then um, yeah, maybe down the road. Uh, we don't know where it might end up somewhere else on a streaming service, or and then, but maybe not. It'll just I'll just put it on my fucking YouTube channel. So at some point, who knows? I don't know. But that's part about doing it independently. Yeah, yeah. I get to do that. Yeah, but it, as for right now, it'll you do, be. You should play it at like drive-in theaters or something. Just do something weird. Yeah. You know, wouldn't be that be cool. kind of cool? Yeah, that's Just be like sick. select drive-in theaters. Yeah, that'd be pretty badass. All right. All right. All right, so go to your closest drive-in yeah. theater. <laughs> and just wait till yeah. maybe it comes on. Yeah, just yeah. park your car yeah. and hang out. Uh -huh. <laughs> and maybe it'll come on. But, okay, wait, so people yeah. go to your website. Yeah, go Depending to Depending on when this comes out, it's either available you so you can, can watch you, it live. Whenever this is out, you can find the details on my website, curtisconnor.com. Yeah, right. We'll link cool. that in the description. It'd be funny if you just pranked everyone in this. And if you go to curtisconnor.com, it's just something totally yeah, different. Me like, yeah, <laughs> Nice try, yeah, idiot. Were, There's no special. You were looking for details? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like Matt Reif picks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My face photoshopped on, on his face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. cool, man. Well, yeah, thanks yeah, for having thanks me for, on, Thanks man. for coming on. Of course. Appreciate thank you for having it. me. This was a lot of fun. Bro.